All right, folks, welcome back to Tampa Bay Cop Talk. It's episode eight, and we've the got intro. yeah, and it's it's the end of season Premier League season review. Uh, just right off the bat, if you're looking for Champions League hype, we'll save that. We'll get into that real quick, actually. Why we're saving that? I'll yeah. tell you why. But yeah, we're back, and this time better than ever. The first quattro. <laughs> uh, we have like a, this is a full cast. We have a roundtable going here. Um, I'm with Casey. Emmanuel. Emmanuel's on the show because he listens and he participates. He's dedicated. But look, here's his just reward. We forgot him last time and he's here finally. (laughs) Emmanuel's in studio. Welcome to the Red Realm. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) Got got that right. And Luis Garcia. Boom. Shout out to Luis Garcia. Of course, always. David. And myself, Jordan. And here we are. And let's get into it. Before we start talking about the season, as everyone knows. A little bit of a party. Yeah, we have a Champions League final. A little bit of an event coming up. Yeah, hey, you know, when we all lost last year and we were like, hopefully we just do that again next year. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. Uh, And if you haven't heard, yeah, we are hosting one big Champions League final party at American Social. Uh, Is it Channel Side or is that the... It's Harbor Island. Harbor Harbor Island. It's right by Jackson's. Okay, yeah. So it's Harbor Island right across from Channel Side in the convention center. Right on the water. Oh, yeah. It's It's a lovely venue. It's large enough for... All of us, and hopefully, and <laughs> hopefully, it's it ends up not being large enough for all of us. Yeah. In some regards, that's up to you though. That's yeah. your. That's where you come in, listener. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to come join us uh, and bring out any re- fellow Reds that you know that maybe aren't familiar with us or haven't joined us before, uh, yeah, we have a lot in store for you on June the first, starting at eleven thirty a.m. Um, maybe noon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> noon. But the plan is, is uh, we're gonna try to do a live pod for you guys to get you hyped. And into the uh, Champions League final thing. And to get you on the show. Yeah, we exactly. A little bit of crowd participation with our members. Uh, hopefully record it all, yeah, and, get, and just get the vibe going. And, and yeah, just have a good old time. And that'll lead into our very own Laura Pinkerton playing her own uh, Liverpool songs. As well as some, you know, famous chants to get us, you know, built up and going and doing the thing that we're all there to do. And that's watch Liverpool play another uh, Champions League final. And hopefully, probably... Win you number know, six. You know, everyone should be visualizing as they said on the Anfield rap, Jordan Henderson lifting it <laughs> six times. <laughs> just everyone just think about that in your head. <laughs> Don't, you know, last time Real Madrid, whatever. But yeah, we're saving the Champions League talk. We're getting into uh, the season review. Oh yeah, by the way, I'm sorry, I almost skipped over it. Check, before you guys disappear for the summer, just know we're planning a uh, end of season party yeah. right on the back of whatever happens. Don't so, check out. Yeah, stay tuned, okay? Yeah. We'll definitely be bringing you information on that, probably, hopefully, directly after the final. Yeah, um, there's um, some budget concerns. But. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, you know? <laughs> we're gonna we're working on it. Yeah, we're guys, we're going to figure it out for you guys so we can... We can... It'll be a good way to, you know, show our pub subs. So. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, celebrate uh, an amazing season properly. So, yeah, let's get into I'll it. play some silverware. The 18-19 Premier League season is finished. If you didn't know, Liverpool finished second on oh. 97 points. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a little gutting. But before we get into all that, I think the best place to start off is at the very beginning. And yeah. that's going into the season, Emmanuel, since you haven't been on the pod, we'll let you talk first. What were your realistic expectations for Liverpool this season in regards to what they were going to do in the league and overall in the season? Uh, yeah, so I, I think going in, you know, after losing the final last year, you know, going into the season, I was like, you know, we need to get back there somehow. And uh, I think when it kicked off and uh, they did the games in America and they did the games in Michigan and stuff like that, you know, it, it looked pretty good. 
uh, when we bring, you know, brought in the players that we did, you know, Shakiri and them, uh, you know, I thought, I, th- I thought it was, you know, a great squad they put together. So I, I just had high hopes that we would get back to where we were and, and hopefully shoot for the title for sure. So, yeah, so you, a, chi- a title challenge then yeah. for you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Casey? What did you? I would agree. Um, you know, I definitely wanted to be a title contender. Um, last season, I felt we had such awesome, like, moments and such awesome memories in the league. And that's kind of what I really wanted this year as well was great moments, great games, and great football to watch. And I think we started out not slow, but we definitely had more controlled football. You know, it wasn't just let the, you know, let them out of the gates and run all over everybody. It was, you know, we were holding on to our one nils and um, like soundly beating teams. Um, and then I think toward the back half of the season, we started to have those those great moments. Um, so, but so title, pre- title contention. Preseason, okay, title <clears throat> contention. What about you, David? I think um, you and I had said on the blog, basically, kind of, we wanted a title challenge. I think for me, realistically, in the league, I just wanted to close the gap. Like, I just wanted to get close to City. You knew they were going to post another huge number. Yeah. How big? Uh, I wasn't expecting 98. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, no, like, I wanted I, to close I, that gap yeah. at least to maybe, I was thinking, like, just be within five, six points Yeah. of, of a title. Like, you're putting in a challenge at that point. You know, beat out the Uniteds, the Arsenals, the Chelsea's. Be better than them. I wasn't. I didn't think that we'd lose once all season, but <laughs> no. Yeah, I definitely thought we'd lose more than once. <laughs> yeah. And I had convinced myself that City just wasn't going to be as dominant. So yeah. Yeah. No, I I had done kind of the same. I did not come into it with any uh, expectations of a run in Europe or even a cup. Yeah. It was kind of like, well, I hope so, but we'll see. You yeah. Know, just get my main thing. When I saw the group for the draw for the champions, it was like, oh, well, get out of that. Yeah. So. No, you, you talked to, about it to me last night at the Rowdies game about, like, the, the pieces that we wrote going into the season on the back of really, like, the final disappointment and, like, you know, trying to reshape, like, you know, the path, like, the, the vision and clear more clearly of the path that we were on as a club. Because I think, you know, June 2nd is easy to wake up and go, this is all, everything is shit and everything is terrible and we're just we're we're back to where we were under Brendan Rodgers and you know under the end of Rafa but it, that none of that was true and so this season yeah like all, you you said like in that piece that I wrote like basically what I said was like you know just challenge for stuff and like genuinely like have a good time and yeah that was that was the 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 expectations for me it was title like title challenge in regards to if City were going to get 98 points, if you told me at the start of the season City get 98 points, I would have been like, okay, push them till March, yeah. right? The fact that we went all the way to the last day, pretty yeah. impressive. But, you know, yeah, expectations were uh, title push. And then I, you know, cheekily would always, because I'm the optimistic, you know, dickhead that I am, I always <laughs> would would tell you that, yeah, we'll go back to the final and we'll win it. Because I had watched, I, told, I think I told you before, I watched uh, – Champions League highlight all the goals from all the finals. And it's really weird the number of teams that like go to a final one year, lose it, and then come back the next year and win it. So I had, you know, sneaky suspicions, but you know, nothing <laughs> nailed on. But yeah, expectations, title challenge. It sounds like from all of us, yeah, that was the goal going in was title challenge. And in order to title challenge, we had to move forward in certain aspects. Yeah. Uh, to her point, we were more disciplined. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like a completely different look. Yeah. It was the best. I've seen most consistent we have seen his play since mm-hmm. since Rafa's days. Well, yeah, it is. And when you pop on Twitter, it was 
there was a lot of negativity or just like concern around right. how we were playing. We were slow. What's going on? This this doesn't look like the same Liverpool team as last season. But you know, I think it absolutely paid off. Remember, remember the constant, constant. Are they gonna click into gear? Yeah, yes. right. Are they gonna find that it's a, like, <laughs> they were in gear from they're in first gear yeah, all the time. They're in fifth gear from the first moment of the season. Because <laughs> it's because like you know just like defensive. Like the like you get that first hit. And we'll talk, like, the West Ham game, you get that first hit. You get to come out after a whole preseason, everyone's fresh, and you really can just go full throttle because there's no consequences of the first game of the season. Oh, yeah. But then every single match after that moment, you have to manage your players. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, we come out, we 4-0, like, off the bat, and then everyone's like, why are we? No, we're, they're in gear. It's just that they're not allowed to go into seventh gear all the time. <laughs> like, hopefully June 1st, that's what we see is seventh gear. But they're going to sit in fourth gear because if you go 85 miles per hour down the highway and you stay in your lane, People who switch lanes, slow down, speed up, you're going to end up getting there quicker than everyone else anyway. So that's what they did. You know, they just they just put it on cruise control and our cruise control is pretty, you know, pretty damn good. Pretty good. Um, I, I thought like, you know, going in, we'll just jump down like the second point. Like there was narratives that we definitely had to change and reshape. You know what I mean? Um, so like the smaller team thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. That's no longer like, you know, typical Liverpool thing. You Not know? giving up late goals. Yeah. yeah. Holding yeah. on to games, uh, digging in yeah. like before I was, I was thinking about it. Um, and we're just, I, I guess we're just going to be fluid with it. I know I'm the guy that sticks to the agenda pretty tightly, <laughs> but we're going to be fluid with it. Cause I'm seeing how this is panning out. But like, you know, the palace game is a good, is a great example the next week Yeah, in that we go one nil up on a penalty and then, it's backs to the wall. And in those type of situations, normally, like, we would have shat the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just learned this year, like, to hold on. And even as us as fans, we've never gotten comfortable with the idea of, of being tied in games late, of being up by one late, or like, <clears throat> but, you know, for the most part, they've proven. I think one thing that stood out to me this year, and we didn't always do well with it. Like, if you look at Everton away, we struggled there. But, in the past, when things weren't going our way, you could see like the sense of frustration building in them. Yeah. And then they would start to go astray, trying too hard just to get a goal or whatever. And the way that they just kind of like just kept grinding everybody down. Teams would get to 60 nil nil and eventually we'd just grind them down yeah. until they broke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of games like that. Like, even Southampton away is a very patient performance given the pressure that we're under in that game. Oh, yeah. So I, I, it's just a tremendous amount of maturity this time. And, like, it'll come. It'll come. Just yeah. keep at it. Now, and, like, okay, Everton away, it didn't come. And you could see a little bit of, like, they're I, all kind of baffled. Like, how do we not I think score? It's, but I think it's, but, un, like, it's unfair, like, to put it on Derby games. I think, like, the real judgment of it, and I'm just looking down my, like, match mo- like matches, standout matches, is really, like, again, that Burnley away game. Because no, but that was a great performance. Yeah. If you think about it, we go 1-0 down. We lose our best center back or one of our best center backs right. to a broken leg Breaks early leg. on. Yeah. Um, and like we're playing with Daniel Sturge and Divock Origi, I'm pretty sure starts that game. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. One nil down. And then normally, yeah, that's where we shit the bed and we end up losing one nil, controlling 70% of the ball, passing it around the outside of the box. <clears throat> but Eaton, like we lose our best center back. And then we, because of that, probably end up conceding another goal um, mm. because of it. But, you know, in the end, we get it to 2-1. We go up, and then, you know, I have it down here. I was going to – I'll save it for later. But then we score that that third goal off the back of, like, a ridiculous save. Oh, my God. In a, in a scenario where otherwise, old Liverpool, Liverpool two seasons ago would have just booted that ball in the air, like, six or seven times. 
and then it would have landed to the foot of Tarkovsky or something, and he would have just like toe poked it into the bottom corner, yeah. and it would have been two two. It would have been oh shite, uh, but you know whatever, draw away to Burnley. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's all right. But yeah, they 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 definitely buckled down, and like like Emmanuel said, a lot of that comes down to signings, not just Shaq, but like you know. Kata was immense in that game. Uh, yeah, Keita, that was one of Kata's first shining moments. But like VVD, Fabinho, obviously yeah. Fabinho eventually coming into the fold. It's now like at the start of the season you go, hopefully we can title challenge, and you come to the end of the season and you go, we are one of the best teams in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a good that's a good uh, progression. So like yeah. to to go back and round out the preseason expectation kind of thing is like so do, were your preseason expectations met are you satisfied not in so much the context of where we were maybe in january the first are you satisfied but in the context of you know going back and viewing it as the whole thing and at the start of the thing you were like this is where i'm at we're now we're at the end were expectations met oh yeah definitely 100 yeah. yeah i got nothing but pride in this yeah exceeded yeah. expectations you know people want to take the shit out of us but like i told you last night um yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it wasn't for us, uh, it's there would have been there would have been no Premier League season to even get into. Yeah, it's league, uh, like us. Man United fans <laughs> wouldn't have anything to talk shit about up until last day. Arsenal, everyone wants to give us a little pop. You wouldn't have had anything to talk about. It would have been boring as yeah. hell. Because if we finish, yeah, if we finish on seventy five, there's not even a chance for you to go. Liverpool bottled it because <laughs> no, yeah, we finished the on rest 70. of you bottled. Yeah, exactly. So, so have fun in Baku, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Another big difference this year, I think, was our goalkeeping. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, our goalkeeping. I think it over five of the saves that Allison had this year, we were not making last year. Well, with, with uh, it gets play. it. It kind of gets covered up. We're about to get some church up in our life. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this happened. Like they got smooth yeah. jazz church. This happened. Sure. This happened one other time. I know. I remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're about to get. Listen, if you hear in the background, just like smooth jazz and like you know, a little bit of preaching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to evoke all the spirits that we possibly can <laughs> the next Saturday. But yeah, Allison. But okay. no, okay. Yeah. So I think it gets covered up a little bit because Van Dyke is so massive, right? Yes. And like he's this big presence that changes everything. And I get that. But when you look at that Burnley save, like you had mentioned, I think he, in the first three, four months, he earns us an extra 10 points. Yeah. And he gets us out of the Champions League group yeah. with that save against Napoli. Yeah. Yes. So like he's been massive. Our season times. is basically built on Allison saves. And I think all the signings that we made just in general when uh, Fabinho had to play center back for a little bit of the season. And against had, Bayern. Yeah. And like then, how massive was that performance? Yeah. You know what I mean? And Shakiri is scoring, you know, two against Man U. I mean, without the players that we signed in, I don't think we would have had this season. Can I just say what yeah. my favorite my favorite center back pairing of the season is still Kijana Hover and Fabinho. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't go well. And the 16-year-old looked lights out like he's dribbling past three people. <laughs> I was it did, like, this it, is insane. It didn't go well, but yeah, it definitely was. Uh, yeah, it was It was tits. It was yeah. – I, I, I enjoyed it too, like this tall, lanky Brazilian guy and this short little Dutch kid. <laughs> child. Yeah, they, A legit child They probably can't even communicate to each other. Neither of them even knows the system because neither of them ever played center back. For I'm like, I was like, our star, the kid that's playing center back has to get a ride because he can't drive yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny though. If you actually think about it, we – we we've lost some games with Allison in goal, but we lost every single game that Allison didn't play in net yep. against Chelsea in the League Cup. Yep. And then in the FA Cup against Wolves. 
Some people are like, well, it's the Alberto Moreno effect. No, like, I'm not going to put it down to yeah. Alberto Moreno. It's a whole right? bunch of different things. There's but little, yeah, you're right about the BBD thing kind of washing over Allison. Okay, I'm a goalkeeper myself. And, you know, I'm going to argue later on when we do awards, very hard for Allison to be player of the year. Uh, for for very good reason, because like the Burnley moment, that ball goes in. He also sets up the third goal. Yep. Happily, he scored. He sets up the goal against Fulham for us to win one yep. nil. Um, Twenty one clean sheets means he's won you some points down the line. Yeah. Early on against Brighton, he wins us points. Early on against Chelsea, he wins us a point just by making saves. Until like that that idea that we weren't playing great in the beginning. Yeah. Well, when you're keeping clean sheets, you only need one goal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. You can struggle when your goalkeeper is going to bail you out a little bit. It's what United have done for years. It, this is the first season where De Gea has not been like Superman. The, yeah, Superman. <laughs> and look how shit they are. They're trash. They were second place when he was in form. And now that he's just even below a little bit out of form, they're now sixth. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty sense. And Oli's like. at the wheel now. <laughs> I'm fully convinced that I was it the second match of the season when Allison like tried to do the Cruyff turn. And, yeah, against like, Leicester. Yeah, against Leicester, and then they scored on us, and yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, Allison blunder," and you've got fucking Pickford. I'm not gonna blunder like Allison. I'm pretty sure he was fucking with us when he did that yeah. because he knew he was like, "I'm gonna get these people just I like." Yeah. I mean, and, and I, I just thought, I, I just chalked that up to a learning moment. Like this isn't Serie A. You can't just like like they're gonna put you under a ton of pressure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You can't be waltzing around the box doing tricks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every other keeper just hits the ball out of bounds anytime he gets dropped back. And he's just like all calm and collective. That's a perfect pass. Yeah. And the collective outside. pant shitting. Yeah. Every, every time someone passes the ball to him, no, I'm, I'm not, like, stop, calm down. All right. He I'm knows not, what he's, he's doing. doing feet, I'm not, I'm not over it yet. And I will never be. There's still moments. Cause I, I've had, I wanted to be Allison when I was a keeper. <laughs> like I would so desperately, it's like playing offense alignment. And you just keep going to the coach like, please do a tackle pass. Please do a tackle pass. Please do a tackle pass. And you're just like the keeper. And you never get an opportunity to like at all ever like show off. Yeah. And so like you want the ball just one time. And you want to ping a pass like far post. And just be like, yeah, you see that, lads? I can play the ball a little bit. <laughs> but I had those moments where like you hold on just for like half a second too long. And then they just nick it and they go by. Uh, and everyone turns and looks at you. And you're like, they're like, you're the keeper. Just boot it. And you're like, yeah, but... Oh, I want to play football too, lads. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the football team as well. It's football. I got to play a little bit of football. But yeah, I mean, the Leicester thing in like. I'm going to lose my Brazilian visa. Right? <laughs> the Leicester thing too is like, it was like another, you know, as, as much as you don't want your keeper to do that, it was like, a, it was a good test of the lads because you go 2 1. There's 2 1 at that point. Yeah. And everyone could have shit the bet again and no, let it go in. And it's early enough in the season where you can justify, well, we're just not at the races, you know? Yeah. Uh, 2-2 at Leicester away, that's a pretty good result, you know? Yeah. City went to Leicester and lost, you know? So, like, yeah. hey, well, it's a pretty good result. And we could have done that very easily, but in, we, we dealt with it. And he came off the other side and he bobbled a ball off his knee against United. And other than that, has been absolutely immense and perfect. Wolves, he carried us to 97 points. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every other player on that pitch lost their mind and was like, what is going on? Yeah. Motion swirling, disappointment, excitement, <laughs> the crowd's cheering, the loudest it's ever cheered in its life for something completely irrelevant to what's going on in that match that you're playing in. Yeah. And they, they you know, he managed to like make a bunch of saves in that match. Mm -hmm. While everyone's pouting, you know, in their separate corners of the world about not winning the title, he's literally <laughs> the only one focused and like doing his job until the point where like everyone snaps out, like, wait a second, 
Okay, we're going to Madrid. Okay, everything's all right. Let's finish yeah. with 97 points. Let's not make it so that City had a little buffer on us. No, yeah, we yeah. pushed them all the way to the end. So, yeah. Well, I, no, and I know yeah, we're not going to get into Champions League stuff, but that first half against Barca. Yeah. Oh, yeah, They had too. their spell. Listen. But he was on it, man. Like, he just, he was crazy. Yeah. Coming off his line, no, he, balls in the air, like, all kinds of shit. He, he built the basis for the second half. Because the first half could have very easily been 2-1 Barcelona. Yeah. And it could have been over at that point. We all could have, you know, oh, whatever, kick the ball around, get to 2-2, try to win 3-2, but it's over. And he kept us. He saved from Jordi Alba, like, last kick of the first first half, yeah. basically. Um, so, yeah, he's been immense. But he, they, he's right, too. They've all been immense. That's, like, the crazy thing about it. And I have it somewhere, like, written somewhere down here. It's like, we have a team just full of world-class talent <laughs> from front to back, well, left to right. I, like, with all this transfer talk, like, how much better is it going to get? Like... Who out there makes us better right away? Like when you get to be when you get to a certain level, there's only X amount of body like people that play the game that are going to make you better now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I don't know as we have like a need. Yeah, really. No, yeah. at this point you're just trying to you're just Steps. you're building trying, for trying the, to fill it out and you're building it. for the future. Yeah, and so you're you're sending legitimately you're probably signing some people just to send them back out on loan. Yeah. And that's going to rub people like the wrong way. But it's because now we have a team from front to back, left to right, as a uh, front, back, side to side, as, uh, <laughs> as some might say, uh, all over the pitch. It's ridiculous. And then on the bench, we have players that, that can shack can come on. Even now, Divock Origi. We'll, get, we'll have plenty of Divock Origi love <laughs> in due time because it's just a wonderful story. It's one of my favorite football stories of all time. But yeah, we now have – it's funny because I, I actually think I saved this picture um, – and I can read you a list of names. I'm going to read you a list of names, and you have to tell me uh, what what they actually have to do with each other. Okay? You guys ready for this? Is this on the agenda? No, it's not. I'm oh. deviating. Wow. Oh. Spontaneity. Wild man. Oh, hold on. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't find it off the off the bat like that. Sorry. I'll just I'll just tell you. These are the names if I remember them properly. Jordan Ibe, Christian Benteke, uh, Shea Ojo, Kevin Stewart, Cameron. Miss um, Leva, Martin Skirtle, Adam Bogdan. Um, what is this like the starting lineup of an FA Cup game back in 2015? No, that was <laughs> I can't remember. The, I can't remember the two center midfield, the other center midfielder, and I can't remember the, the wing backs. But they were equally as what? Um, who was that lad that we sold to Bournemouth left back? He was Australian. Brad uh, Smith, right? Was that his name, Brad Smith? Yeah, yeah, Brad Smith. That was the left back. That was the the starting lineup of the last game of Klopp's first season. Wow. What wow. A difference. Yeah, right? <laughs> Holy crap. No, context being that we had a Europa League final to, to play. Yeah. It was so a small we, matter. So we were resting people, but at the same time, that was our backups. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were getting when we pulled from the bench. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, right? So, yeah, we've come a very long way. There's world class all over the pitch. There's world class on the I thought you were actually going to say we made money on, like, half those guys. We did, we did. We did. That's what's crazy is we made money on half these guys. I don't know how. Hey, listen, you and me are going to have to sit down and have our final discussion about Adam Bogdan and do the whole whole loony. I know it's our last chance to talk about Adam Bogdan before he's gone forever. Hungarian ginger. Yeah, right? (laughs) Laying up at Hibs. They, They finished top six, right? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna stay in there. There you go. There you go. Shout out to Adam Bogdan, who used to be our keeper, but now, thank God, he's not. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Oh goodness gracious. Anyways, uh, yeah. So the goalkeeping thing, 
led to the fact that we uh, it's no longer Liverpool can't defend. It's no longer Liverpool can't hold on to leads. It's no longer we can't even handle the pressure because like, I put under here, by the way, if you didn't know, this is how our season went. We went unbeaten for 20 matches. Then we lost a game and then we won unbeaten and we still are unbeaten in the league for 17 matches. <laughs> so put those together and figure it out. That's crazy. <laughs> City went on a 14 game winning streak, but they're not they don't have as long an undefeated streak as us. Yeah. Like, we've won three more games, or we've not lost in three more games. And granted, they're draws, and that's the difference or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we can talk about it. Because well, someone definitely asked that question, but... And that loss, too, it was due to 11 millimeters. 11 yeah. millimeters. Like, it's not like we just lost, like, 5-1. Remember, how, remember the level that game was played at? Isn't that, that game was insane. And doesn't that chance, if I remember correctly, come at like off of Sadio Mane hitting <coughs> the post originally? Yes. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's eleven millimeters that we lost the title by. That and then that Burnley goal that Guerrero scores, where it crosses the line by like twenty nine point five millimeters. Yeah. I was like, that's a combined forty freaking millimeters we lost the title by. Yeah. There's not much you can do in those scenarios. Yeah. Like, like we said before, in the last pod, me and you. Sometimes you get to hold your hands up. And just go along. You just gotta get. If we look at ourselves in our own context, it's pretty clear to see. Yeah, it's pretty boss. <laughs> Twenty-one clean sheets. I'm like, there's only 114 points on offer in a season, and we got 97 of them. Yeah, that's insane. It's 17 points dropped all season. Yeah, like that's never happened in my 15 years of watching this club. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go through it. Let's start going through these matches that I've written down. We could go one by one, but these are like the key ones I picked out. These are standout matches? Yeah, these are the ones in my mind. Because I, I just sit there and I went through the matches, like one by one. And I was like, let me think about it. Like, let me think about this match. What I came out of that. You know, oh, no, no, no. So here's the ones I wrote down. Obviously, we skipped all the draws. Don't want to relive them. Yeah, those, those, are like, those are like standout moments. And they're, and, and we'll the 1-1 one, one draw against Chelsea. Yeah, well, that's like a good draw, you know? Yeah, there's that was, good a, that draws. was salvaging a point. Yeah, there's so. good draws and bad draws, okay? <laughs> uh, and th- that's a good draw. Okay, but anyways, opening day, as we said earlier, 4-0 came out. Kata looked like, you know, YouTube Kata. Sadio Mane was doing all the things that we expected him to do, which is just like, you know, throw his balls down and be like, you know what, Salah's good, but do you guys forget? You're supposed to come in to, like, back me up. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it was just a boss day. Daniel Sturridge scored with his first touch in, like, 20 seconds. And it looked like Dave was going to have to drink. (laughs) Back when Daniel Sturridge's goal rate meant he was going to score, like, 10,000 goals. I was getting nervous after the Chelsea goal. I'm not going to lie. I was kind of shitting myself. Like, oh, no, man. This is not looking good. Oh, goodness gracious. scoring belters from 30 yards. Yeah. So, I think we – did we finish that week top of the league? I don't think anyone else won more than 4-0. Yeah, 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 we were top of the league. Yeah, top right of the league. Out the gate, so. Yeah, right out the gate, top of the league. Liverpool, Liverpool, top of the league. Second, <laughs> second game. It's Monday night football. It's away to Palace. Uh, it's rainy. Uh, the Palace fans are up for it because it's a night game. Yeah. And we go one nil up on a James Milner penalty. We hold on. Allison makes another amazing save. Yeah. Uh, just you know, it's it was it was the first moment where we sh- like if we were as Deep believers as Jurgen Klopp wants us to be, we would have like in that moment been like, "Oh yeah, Liverpool's gonna actually hold on to games all season, and they have the mental fortitude to like handle that type of pressure where it's being piled on them in a in a in an atmosphere that's combative." And we should have like in that moment been like, "Oh okay, yeah, it's solved." But we weren't. We needed time. But that was the first moment we really should have looked. And it's the second game. Second game. Second game out. And then, yeah, it's just – it's a save or something, and it's a counterattack, and Sadio Mane slots it home to make it 2-0, and that's it. Yeah. And it's done and dusted. And that was like a like what championship sides do, even though they didn't end up as a championship side. 
That's like we have the we have the medal now, mm-hmm. and it started right at that match in my mind. A um, few weeks later, and this is a big match for a couple reasons. Two one at Tottenham, uh, we avenged the Lovren game. That's what I've written. I'm it's, like, you know why it was a big deal? Because I wrote that fucking piece that pissed off at, like, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Dave wound up the Spurs fans for saying we're not really rivals, but we might as well just treat it as one because Tottenham really wants it to be. <laughs> and shit, we, we can really give, want it We can to give be. them the full treatment on, on next Saturday. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really down for them to get oh. the full treatment. But uh, another big thing about that game was it was right after international break. Uh-huh. Um, and we came out of international break and went away to a big pitch. And we actually pretty much controlled that game for like 75, 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fine scores a goal that just clips under the, the bar. Mm-hmm. Header, his first away goal in the Premier League. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Bobby Firmino scores just a goal line scramble yeah. before he gets his eye gouged out. By Vertonghen. Mm-hmm. But that ultimately was the greatest thing that ever happened because it <laughs> gave us the PSG moment. Yeah. Um, and the celebration, right? Um, and all the memes, you know, like that, I, I remember, I yeah, I made yeah. the, here's Johnny meme with Firmino poking through with the one eye, <laughs> steering Neymar. Uh, so yeah, that, that match was big for like a variety of reasons. And then Spurs came and they scored and they were piling on and we found a way to hold on. Yeah. And we got the luck actually in that match cause they should have had a penalty, but they didn't get it. And we won two, one. So sorry, Spurs. Maybe next year with VAR you get that one. <laughs> we know how that goes. Then I think it was uh, a couple weeks later, and it was after actually, I think we actually lost to them in the League Cup before this match. We did, we did right yeah. before that uh, at home uh, on we an Eden Hart Hazard belter. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, was that, that goal was ridiculous. Yeah, that was our first. Moreno, yeah, we, that was our first <laughs> loss of the whole season. Was that was that League Cup? Yeah, yeah Hazard came on for ten minutes and was like, "Hey, look just change the game. <laughs> Your second team's out here. Watch this." <laughs> Moreno's out there. Yeah, run right at him. Remember Sturge missed that sitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you got to get a little Sturge digging. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Anyways, yeah, we're uh, talking about the one-one at Chelsea. We go down. Eden Hazard goal once again. Allison just bails us out. Stops. Mo- oh. Like, here's this frustrating day where just it's not going our way, and then all of a sudden Sturridge pulls some magic out of a hat. Like, what? We just had Daniel Sturridge pop up and score a possible goal of the season. I know it was a contender. It's definitely a contender. I think it lost to Andrews Townsend uh, at, at City. Oh, that yeah. was but, yeah, he's, season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was Sturridge's contribution, most part, was that window of time. Yeah. Early uh, season, he was pulling goals out. Yeah, he's, he gets us a point at Chelsea. He scores the goal against PSG. Mm-hmm. Um gives us the basis to go on and win that match. So, like, there's though that was, like, Daniel Sturridge's moment in the early time right there. Um, because from that point on, I think we go and we lose to Napoli in the Champions League, and then we just go on a little bit of tear where we play, like, Fulham, Huddersfield, Cardiff City, and we just kind of win comfortably. Uh, a couple of those are 1-0. I didn't list it here, but the in the sense of uh, of like we should sit and like talk about them they are big in the context is like once again 
we're just beating the smaller teams. We're yeah. not dropping points. Teams outside of the top 10, like teams in the bottom half of the table this year, we took away the maximum 60 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Drew Lester, Drew West Ham, and that's it. The only the only other points we dropped outside of the top six. Uh, yeah, those those are the only points we dropped outside of the top six. The rest are in the top six. Mm-hmm. So there's a string of matches. We, we, we're winning, we're winning. We get to the Christmas period. And, and this all is hell breaks loose. we'll talk about it later. <laughs> this is my fa- this is the moment of the season for me. This is where it all kind of starts to kick into motion because this is a right around the time where we also had to beat Napoli. Yeah. Um, at home. Um, it's kind of a forgotten game, but remember when we went away to Watford, like right after an international break, and it's right before it all this. Snowing? It might have been. Yeah. 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 There's crazy. Weather. And it was like. It's right before all this starts to go wild. It's Thanksgiving, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. Thanksgiving. That's what it was. Yeah. And uh, we had just come off an international break, and you're like, we need this to set up the next period because it's about we're about to go nuts with games. Yeah. And they just, like, so comfortably and casually, I think we walked out 2-0. On yeah. The and it no, went, 3-0. Or 3-0. 3-0, and Trent scored a free kick. Yeah, yeah. Robbo got an assist to Mo. And it was yeah, it was just like an easy, pretty easy piece of game. Like we yeah. just we like like walked walk them a little bit. It sets us up for everything that follows. You beat Napoli one nil, Origi ninety plus six, yeah. and then here we go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're talking about. Everton one nil. Just another game where like Allison bailed us out again. They could have got Everton could have been two nil up in that Joe game. Joe Gomez saved yeah. that game though. Oh yeah, remember that? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they could have been up in that game. You almost felt sorry for him in a way because they kind of, I mean, not really, but. (laughs) Allison had to, like, make a one on one save on Theo Walcott at some point. Joe Gomez with the goal line clearance. And then we all know. Hits the volley. Upset. And it just goes Uh, up in the air. He just goes upset. He's just, like, wailing his arm. Like heartbroken, and then that happens. Just yeah. What that, the hell was that? You read the book. Where did you Where did you watch that match at, at the Horse and Jockey? Yeah, I was there. Was How was that? Because I wasn't there for that. Oh, it was insane. Yeah. Oh, was it the Bucks game? I, I don't oh know yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, it was. You told us about that. Oh, on yeah. The national anthem. Yeah, the national. Everyone's looking at me. I'm like, sorry guys. See, that was karma for Pickford saying he won't blunder it like Allison. P- Pickford could only dream to have a season like Allison just have. And Allison, that's so funny. He's going to settle. <laughs> he hasn't settled yet. Allison hasn't settled. Everyone. Allison hasn't settled yet, and he got 21 clean sheets. <laughs> just <laughs> just wait till he settles. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, 1-0. It was, every, it was, it was, uh, it was actually like uh, the precipice, the, the beginning for that whole like, you know what? Yeah, we're just going to pull the shit out. Of the bag, somehow, some way. It was like that first. It was the beginning of the whole like. There's something going on here. Yeah. Like it's just weird how shit is going. Luck? We're yeah. lucky for once. What? Yeah. Like just things like things the universe is aligning. To yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything's the world is shifting. I actually have it written after the Chelsea one. Journey, don't stop. 
<laughs> that's like actually like kind of the beginning of it but the reinforcing and like the real like planting of that idea like no there's some crazy shit that's gonna happen and just hold on to your butts and they're gonna pull it out somehow was that Everton match yeah that's we, when it really like becomes clear yeah we talked about it earlier the Burnley 3-1 went down yeah lost Joe Gomez went up held on Allison makes a save collects it throws it out it goes down the wing so I think it goes uh it gets to Sturridge, and Sturridge flicks it over to Mo, and Mo carries it and then crosses it to Shaq, and it's an open net. And it's a beautiful goal, and I'm going to argue it for it later for goal of the season on merit. Um, <laughs> and I, I will, I'll give it the whole the whole get-go then. But, yeah, 3-1 Burnley, huge match, huge away game. It, it, Burnley away, always tough, rainy, given the context of it. It was kind of like uh, – I wanted to compare it to oh, what, what was the game where uh, where Mo went out like the Newcastle match where like you know you oh, lose yeah. a guy and it just feels like it's not going to be your day and you know uh, it, that's where like the, that kind of mentality mm-hmm. kind of was birthed in like no every all hands on deck I don't care if Sturridge is out there with Divock Origi and Shakiri leading the Big line Dev steps yeah up. exactly <laughs> listen we're gonna score the we're gonna do what we got to do yeah and, and get it done then you know a couple a couple days later of course our first league win. Against Man United under Jurgen Klopp. That was my birthday. Casey's birthday, the day after the Christmas <laughs> party. Everyone. Yeah. Uh, Shakiri comes on and scores a double. That was the pinnacle of Shakiri's Liverpool season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's had a couple recent moments with the Newcastle game and all that, and the Barca game. But yeah. for the most part, that was like Shakiri's crowning achievement. And you know, two goals against United is not a bad way to stamp your mark. Yeah, season bicycle too. Yeah, he just loves a goal yeah. against United. We can't, you know, you told me yesterday there's talk about selling him. Can't sell no, him. He'll just score against no. United. We didn't have him for the United away game. If we had him, we would have scored. That, and I, I don't think he's like, he doesn't demand a starting position. So yeah. he's kind of like a good guy to have. And he has a lot yeah. of assists. I mean, he puts some in swingers in the box. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he's game. quite clearly he's our preferred set piece taker for yeah, like for corners and stuff like. Obviously, he's four foot two. Like you don't want to be like, <laughs> like if you. He's not going to contribute in any other way. So. He almost took the one against Barca and Chance like, yeah, oh, no. no, no, no. Well, oh, the, yeah. I, there was a video that just came out today. Uh, I know we don't want to talk too much about the Champions League about the Barca match, and it's all the players watching the highlights and talking about it. And, uh, yeah, Trent talks. He's like, yeah, I just put the ball down. And I was walking away because, you know, Shaq said he was going to have it. And I just saw Div. And that's just, I just thought, you know. <laughs> that was my really bad imitation of Trent talking, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the the Man United game, and it was like in the middle of the Christmas period. It's another one of those. We go 1-0 up. They equalize. It could have been a shithouse Man United performance. Well, and did, was it? Nil nil at halftime, or was it one one? It was one one at half. I remember it was it was it was even at halftime. And this was Mourinho's United. This is the game that got him sacked. Yeah, it is the Um, the last straw. Last clock got him fired. So this this wasn't (laughs) United that like this was United and run by a man who was intent on ruining Liverpool's days. Yeah. Anytime he could. So the fact that we got over that hoodoo, finally beat Man United under Klopp in the league, got over that hoodoo. And yeah, probably spanked them. Like, we controlled that match and dominated it. It was actually, it was just, it got to the point where it was getting nervy at the end. Like, are we going to win it? But there was only, we were only ever going to win it or it was going to be a draw. It was never a case that Man United really threatened us. No. And their goal came off as some unfortunate, you know, people like to bring it up as like, oh, Allison's a bit shit, isn't he? But you, sometimes you make those saves and the ball bobbles and it hits your knee and it bounces out. Like, it's a round ball that's bouncy. <laughs> it goes places you can't control sometimes. <laughs> Mainly, goalkeeping is about damage control. Yeah, so a lot the, of the time. When really the ball is. hits you, you don't catch it all the time. 
And it's just about making sure it just drops in front of you rather than shooting out. Or goes that way and yeah. it just gets away from you. You know, when danger. a midfielder has a bad touch, it goes like two feet away from him and he can catch up to it and get it. You yeah. know, when a goalkeeper has a bad touch, it goes two feet away. There's seven people trying to kick, <laughs> it, trying to kick it in the net around him. So, you know, and I don't I don't put too much stock in that goalkeeper mistake by Allison. But, yeah, once again, dug it out. And then at the end of the festive period, we actually had Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, Charlie at, and I were there. Oh, yeah? We oh, yeah, that was, we that was your top. shift there? We yeah, you got top. to see Bobby's amazing, like, his Just his tears the whole team apart. Yeah. <laughs> I have it down here in the rule. Leaves a string of bodies laying all <laughs> yeah, over the no, place. Diving the tackle. I was like, that one needed the celebration. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one nil down gun. in that match, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Within the first, like, it, to me, it felt like in the first, like, two minutes, yeah. they, the Arsenal scored. But I think you, you corrected me when I was on the pod last and mentioned it. It was, like, 25 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we just were like, you know, I haven't cheekily written after this. Lads, it's Arsenal. <laughs> no, no, I just remember, uh, like, the Anfield rap in their post-match show, Neil Atkinson was like, they had the audacity to score first. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they were thinking, but... Yeah. How dare they? It's like, that's how the team reacted. Like, how dare they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> we just were starting to show up and 2 nil you, but now that you've gone and done that... Yeah. thinking oh, you don't piss them yeah, off. Exactly. Yeah, and then Firmino just just had his best game, probably. That the, was his best game of the, of the whole season. Because yeah. that, that, that run is ridiculous. And once again, if Lionel Messi does that or Cristiano Ronaldo does that, it's on ESPN for seven years. Everyone's t- retweeting it every 20 Here's seconds. Everybody's calling them God. Yeah. <laughs> he literally has three players around him in the box, all on their arse, just <laughs> laying down like, like, <laughs> like they've been shot in Grand Theft Auto, just sprawled out, <laughs> wasted. <laughs> and the keepers, <laughs> even, his, he's all wobbly. And, he, and Firmino just slots it by all of them, and then he peels off. He got no look goal in that game, too. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and a penalty and scored yeah. a penalty when no, Mo was just diving for everything. <laughs> oh, I almost put that as moment of the season, by the way. Just snuck in every time Mo Salah won a penalty. Moment yeah. of the season. No, speaking of Mo, I mean, granted the goals he scored, but like the goals he didn't score, he got like sandwiched. He got pummeled. He got mm-hmm. tackled and just like lays it off, passes it to Firmino of Salah just to tap it in. Time I mean, he, he won the golden boot for Christ's sakes. What's your favorite Salah goal of the season? It's the Chelsea one. It has to be right. <laughs> but I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a an argument for two other goals. The first one is Bournemouth away. Remember when that guy rakes oh, his studs yeah. down the back of his legs and he just keeps running through yeah. it and he burns everybody and he puts the keeper on his ass and just passes. He doesn't even celebrate. He, 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 he turns around and looks at the guy and is like, "What the hell?" Yeah, like, <laughs> he, like, takes his time. Like, he's like, doesn't know what to do. <laughs> And then the second one would be Southampton away because he just oh, picks yeah, it yeah. up, doesn't look at anybody, runs oh. fifty yards, and then just slots that it in the corner. That was his goal down. He's like, I just need to take this. I have I have that down here. Best moment. We'll get. We'll, yeah, we'll, it's gonna come up because it was definitely. Yeah, I mean, I obviously, I'm gonna say the Chelsea goal. I'm a little biased about yeah, it because it's a view I have. there. <laughs> but yeah, no, those those are two other goals that I was just like, Mo's yeah. unreal, man. So after the Arsenal match, though. And we'll talk about it now because we got to talk about it. It happened. This was our down point of the season. Uh, this is our worst run of form. We lost to Man City 2-1 by the finest of margins. We then got dumped by Wolves in the FA Cup. We then screw, We then beat a team 1-0. I can't remember who it was. I think Brighton. it might have been Brighton. Yeah, it was Brighton. We then beat Crystal Palace at home 4-3 in that ridiculous end-to-end game. And then after, Julian Speroni just yeah. punches it into Mo, Mo Salah's path for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're tired now. And then we back-to-back yeah. drew Leicester City and West Ham. 
Um, and that was our, our worst run of form. Obviously, the draws to Everton and Man United come later. But the month of January, once again, reared its ugly head. Uh-huh. Um, and we, we said it at some point, like, you know, maybe this is the year they put it all together. And for the most part, they really did put it all together, except for – and it wasn't even really the whole month. It was really just one of the Leicester or West Ham games, like just one of those two. And it really does come down to that. And if we want to be picky and extra critical, you, know, you can just beat West Ham or Leicester. Now, remember – Navigator doesn't get the penalty. Yes, so there's a very real chance we should have beaten Leicester. Yeah. Um, and also, I think that all that, that that moment will be a learning experience for Klopp, for the team, and for the fans. Because the reason why we didn't beat Leicester, yes, it has to come down to the team's performance, and we had one lapse at the back where they scored a goal. But the crowd also was very strange that that night. Yeah. Very, like, on edge because City had just lost to Newcastle the night before. And everybody's like, you got to get the lead back up to seven. Yeah. And everybody's this, having yeah. a meltdown. Everyone, and, and the crowd was not, like, it's it's normal, like, hopeful. and When Virgil comes out and is like, it's not necessary. Yeah. We can't do this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, and wasn't that match on, like, a Tuesday? Yeah, it was yeah, a Wednesday. It was a, it was a midweek. midweek. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, I think the West Ham cra- was a Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, both of those yeah. games were not on a weekend. So yeah. the crowd got the players antsy in that respect. I think the players themselves were a little antsy going, oh, City lost. I think everyone at that point actually was a bit too focused on City. Yeah. And, like, a bit too, like, caught up in this idea of, like, holy shit, we're, like, seven points ahead. Yeah. Because now we're at the point where, like, in your head. we believe that's the position we should be in. Like finishing with ninety seven points, we know that we should be pushing City. Yeah, but no, but I'm saying like, is if we had done that, if we if if we do the same thing next season, we're up seven points in January, rather than being like, oh shit, how the fuck are we up seven points? We'll just be like, no, we're supposed to be up seven points, and you know what? We probably should be up fifteen points, and by the end of it, if we're up ten points, it's not a big surprise because this is the type of team we are, and I think Klopp will learn like. From that, like, okay, you know what? In some scenarios, the draw is not even really worth it. Because if you just go balls to the wall for both of those games and you lose one and you win the other, you still pick up more points than you would have. Yeah. And I think he'll learn from that. Because I think at that point, he really was doing a really good job of managing the season. And once again, like he just said, Emmanuel just said, in any other season, yeah. doing that at that point of the season is actually like beneficial to winning a title. Well, and it, look, he's not deaf to the fact that January has haunted us. Yeah. And he's just trying to see us through that period. He's like, okay, well, we didn't, you know, we didn't lose. We're still playing it's okay. Games. It's a lot of games. It's, it's a lot of games. You know, we just came off the back of, an, of that little break that we had because we had like, it was like 11 days after we lost in the FA Cup Yeah, to get everybody together. They all went down <coughs> to Spain. And yeah, that was another thing going on there was we had, we had those two massive breaks yeah. in there. One was 11 days. The other one was 10 days. And we did two warm weather training camps in the space of like two months. Yeah. Well, what did he say, though? He was like, it's not for now. It's for March and yeah. April. And I think pity, people look at City and they go, well, they didn't need a break. Well, they also have a, the squad where, yeah, they can, totally. where they can beat <laughs> Rotherham 4 0 in that thing. Yeah, and also. <laughs> and then they're also playing Rotherham. Yeah, not yeah. Wolves. Their they're cup not draws wolves. were ridiculous. We played Wolves. On a Monday night FA Cup draw, not even like a normal Sunday no. night Saturday. On a Monday night FA Cup, the uh, and they played their best team. By the <laughs> way, a team that picked up points against every other top six team except for us. And then Europa League. Yeah, you. and yeah. Yeah, and they're they're pretty good. Pretty and good. yeah, we had to play Keanu Hover and Fabinho <laughs> at center back. Also, remember like this kind of gets overlooked because he got made fun of for all his weather chat this year. But both games that we went to Wolves, everybody that was there said the weather was, like, insane. 
like the wind, there was no way to gauge which way it was coming from at any given moment. It would just switch. And like there it's, it's sleeted at one point. I, there was, I pretty sure I saw hail in that FA cup game. I was like, is that fucking hail? I mean, yeah. It bounced <laughs> off of Fabinho's head. Yeah. <laughs> So we had a 16-year-old at center back. We have Albert Mar- Alberto Moreno and Simon Mignolet out there. Yeah. Like Daniel Sturridge and Divock Origi start. That yeah. Mean, is that Mignolet's like first and last game? Or? Yeah, it no, was it was. second game of the season because he was in the league Second and last, last, yeah. Like I said earlier, the only games that he played in, we lost. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Perhaps not so. coincidentally. <laughs> both 2-1. And I think, yeah, both, yeah, both two one, yeah. yeah. And I don't, we didn't go up against Wolves, did we? We went no, down one nil. We went down one nil because Fabinho blew a tackle out in midfield. Like yeah, he still true. thought he was still playing midfield, <laughs> and he just blows by the guy, and yeah. then it just opened everything up. Anyway, so yeah, that window, I think that, that it'll be a learning experience, and like in a different context, like next year if we get to that point, and we're even only like three points up, we're not going to be looking back like, oh shit, we'll just be like, oh look, we have the squad, we can manage a win here. Whatever, and even now you can look at it and go, lads. Look, if you just win one of those two matches, you don't even have to win both. Yeah. A draw is good in one of them. It's all right. Um, but yeah, that that is where the league, quote unquote, we let it slip, so to speak. I, I don't I don't like talking like that or like you know giving any credence to that ideology because, like I like I said earlier, we went twenty matches unbeaten and then we went seventeen matches unbeaten. <laughs> That's thirty seven of of thirty eight games not lost. Yeah, City lost four matches. We lost less games. We have a a lower losing percentage than City. Yeah, but they're the champions. It's just a weird thing. And I, but the good thing is, is at this point, where we have a manager who isn't going to take it personally and like like get hoodoo about it Mm because he's been here before. He had to deal with Bayern. Mm -hmm. Like he gets it. Like you just got to get over that hump. And once you do, it'll just keep rolling. And, you know, we're in their minds now. And that's the good thing is, like, we built up to this, uh, the platform. We might have, you know, we could have, yeah. You know what? We could have beat City. And then we could have just not drawn those matches and finished with 107 points. <laughs> and just been like, yeah, Casual, easy. You know? Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, guys. Yeah, let's <laughs> get 107 points the year after the first team gets 100, you know? Ever. It's like the hundred. It's like the four-minute mile thing, or yeah, four-minute mile. Like, but as soon as the first guy did it, like like a bunch of other people were like, oh, okay, yeah, we can just 357. Yeah, easy peasy. <laughs> Um, anyways, after that little period though, we just, as I said, you know, 17 matches unbeaten after that city loss. And we just got into it. Another big match, Tottenham just forced the issue two one, get it over the line. Mo Salah kick himself back into form with a, with an own goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how'd you guys feel when that went in? <laughs> oh, just amazing. We're just, at, uh, horse back again. Yeah. yeah just... I was next to Caleb. Poor Caleb. Caleb uh, hasn't talked to me in a whole month. <laughs> he's a Tottenham fan. Of no more yeah, he's talking to me. No, it's... no more Caleb's Ka- Yeah, Caleb couldn't take my uh, my banterous moods sometimes when I get into my banter moods. Uh, oh, yeah, you man. know, and I it's it's too it's too easy to pick on Spurs sometimes. Uh, someone said someone sent a picture in our group chat of the Virgil Van Dyke banner that says Virgil Van Dyke could shit the bed and still keep a clean sheet. <laughs> and I, I responded back and I wrote, uh, and Harry Kane would swear on his daughter's life that he's the one who did it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's a wonder why Caleb hasn't talked to me for, for a month. Can you blame him? Yeah, right. But anyways, uh, but yeah, at, at horse and jockey, it was it was it was a good. When that goal went in. I was like, no, it's got to be this. It's just got to be. There's like too many weird things yeah, happening. It's just funny because you know it had been 
like another game where like there was some frustrating moments or whatever. I just like Crystal goes to the bathroom and then she just comes out and it's just us losing our shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she opens the door and there's people like. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was that. Yeah. Because everyone pretty much had resigned to the fact that we were going to draw Tottenham. What I love about this period after, uh, like, from Tottenham to the end of the season is how many photos come out of it that are just, like, unbelievable. Like, that day, (laughs) the photo of, like, everyone in front of the cops celebrating, just the faces of the people on the cop is priceless. (laughs) Like, the stewards are just, like, got people crawling on them. They're like, (laughs) (laughs) it's the steward. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it, it was, yeah, it looked like it wasn't going to be. And then just the, the fates conspired on our behalf and the ball just ended up in the back of the net. I mean, it's a good play. Well, it's a, it's a one-time ball from Robbo. No, from Trent at the top of the box to Robbo, who plays a one-time back post cross to Mo Salah. So the setup is, is, is good football. We even talked about it at the time. It wasn't luck. Every, at that point in time, everyone's like, oh, they're lucky. They're diving. Uh, the, the decisions are going their way. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, but no, like we were earning our own luck. And like that's kind of the thing. Is you got to put yourself in that position. That's that's why I force the issue. Yeah, exactly. Just force it. Like just keep pushing. And just keep pushing the button. And then eventually you might get a prize. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. It's like one of those like like exper- thought experiments. Where they, just, they put a button and maybe a peanut comes out. Or <laughs> How long will God. someone sit there and push that button? Liverpool's just sitting there like, okay, I know. <laughs> if I, yeah, exactly. If I just hit it fast enough, eventually. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a peanut's going to come out. And it's eventually not gonna... Hugo Lloris will bat it off of Toby Avril. <laughs> And it'll just roll in slowly, yeah, right? For them, no, it's like yeah, crap the machine isn't even designed for a peanut to come out. It's just that the people who set it up feel so bad about it, and they just come and drop a peanut in. <laughs> and Liverpool's like, "Boss, that, thank you," and they just walk off. That's what it is, though, because like this, like the Divacarigi thing should never happen. And in reality, like you said, when that ball goes up in the air. Not even just us, but everyone in that ground should just throw their hands up and go, oh, and walk away. <laughs> right? Call and just it. walk away. But instead, Divock Rigi is like just sneaking He's in. like, I'm just going to follow this and yeah. see what happens. Like, <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah. Mo Salah's going back post, you know, and he's like, I'll just head it towards the goal, see what happens, you know? <laughs> Usually maybe you try to take it down and send it across or, you know, try to shoot it like first heading time. is his natural No, yeah, exactly. Game, right? He's not a thing he does a lot. <laughs> it was um, a the yeah, throw, just let's just just try it, you know. Just try it. Like as the season goes on, yeah, why not just try it? Because you know the next game I have to have is, is the the Chelsea two nil, and Mo Salah was like, "Hey, let's just try it. Yeah. Let's just smack it from thirty five yards on the angle <laughs> into the top corner like a laser beam." Oh. <laughs> I love just, that game. That, uh, that it, first 10, 15 minutes after halftime was just. Some of the best minutes of my and life. And Hazard should <laughs> have had two that game. Yeah. yeah. The post. Yeah, and the post. they should have come back. Yeah. They well, had the chances too. Yeah. Exactly. We got the luck, if you want to look at it that. The 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 mysticism was swirling around us, whatever. We exercised the demons for 13-14. Glad we never have to talk about it again. Everyone, you know, because we didn't win the title, people will want to bring it up and be like, well, but like, you know, it's two challenges ago. And the last time we were in a challenge in the same exact scenario, we, we titted them and then... Robbo fell over and slipped and nothing happened, so, yeah. That's fine. That's What's the slip against Chelsea? Like, who cares? Let's talk about John Terry in a Champions League final if you want to talk about slips. For real, let's talk about slips. <laughs> so slips. People seem to forget that slip. Everyone knows that. 
right? And who was bawling his eyes out on live television? At least Stevie had the you know manhood to wait till he was in his car in privacy. <laughs> John Terry's on TV just bawling his eyes out, hugging Mourinho. Where's Wayne Bridge's wife? <laughs> I need to pick me up. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we, we beat Chelsea. They sang their Gerard song a minute in, and then we beat them 2-0, and we laughed in their faces. As their reject went and scored a, a prop, I think it should, be, it should have been considered for goal this season. But for some reason, Mo Salah is just being disrespected this year. He didn't get in the was, team of the year somehow, yeah, but he's a freaking was, golden boot yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just being disrespected all over, so whatever. <laughs> no, he's creating he's a, he's more a, chances. He's a one season wonder. No, yeah, he's creating more chances than <laughs> right? anyone else in the league. He's being double-teamed more than anyone else in the league, and he's still leading the league in scoring. Get yeah, by defenders. He's not taking that. penalties. Like, but you know, whatever. Like, okay, whatever. Yeah, he's 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 shit. Let's just. I like it though, because next year he seems to be the type that gets angry and upset and takes things personally like yeah. that. Uh, as well as like taking on the responsibility of the fame. Like after the Time Magazine shoot, yeah. he just went on a tear. Yeah. Like after they're like, you're one of the most influential people in the world. Some people get let that get to their head. They stop working. Mo's like, okay, here we go. Here's another platform to jump up on. Yeah, and more just, eyes are yeah, watching him. Exactly. Now I'm just going to play even better. Now I'm going to smack him in from 35 yards. That's like literally the the time news story dropped, and then he went and smacked that in. Like I feel like, it's like that's how it went. That's how it went in my head anyways. Uh, after the Chelsea matches, we I think we sprinkled in there like beating Cardiff City in a tough away match. The genie um, photo. Yeah, the genie photo. This was, was real nice. Remember him down on the end line like – yeah, the sunlight behind him oh, and everything. Yeah, yeah. I was like, That's that was awesome. an incredible photo, yeah. man. So much emotion. Is this the Hendo only? The only Hendo goal? What? Oh, yeah, that was against Southampton. That was Southampton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that was a great. The photos from that were epic. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I should have put that, that. Were epic. I should have put that in here. I forgot to, but yeah, the Southampton game is, is after that Chelsea game, goal. isn't? Or is it before the Chelsea game? It's the week before. Yeah, so it's yeah. before the Chelsea game. That was a big match too because one 0 down early, yeah. late in the season, Ooh, yeah. with the title pressure on. And like all that narrative about it, you're gonna fuck it up here. Yeah. And against a team that whose form in the second half of the season was that of a team pushing for a Europa League spot, not a, a team that was where they were, 16th in the table, because yeah. they were 20th after. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they, they their second half of the season they played like a top 10 team, not like the team that they should be, honestly, because they have talent in there. But um, yeah, one nil down, and then just Mo Salah goes coast to coast to go two one up. And then, yeah, Hendo gets in the box and scores a goal and oh, kind man. of reannounces him. Like, hey, did you ever that, – okay. that's the moment where every, the, the that, Hendo hate has stopped, really. That photo of him in front of the visiting fans <laughs> just like, ah, I was just like, come on, that's awesome. But that's the moment where the Hendo hate has stopped, like, full yeah. on. There's people who are still like – Well, then he has back-to-back well, you know, As a six, though, I never really rated him, but I can see his – no, shut up. Oh, he's great. He is amazing. <laughs> shut up. Especially this season. Well, you yeah. know, as a six, I just – yeah, at the six, he wasn't in his best position but he was still really really good so if you go southampton chelsea cardiff he has a goal and two assists yeah. in those three games like, yeah i mean he came on the pitch, he got, he came yeah. on the pitch against porto and got an assist like in five oh, minutes yeah, so there's that one too, so. <laughs> like he's just he's all through like throughout that the team at that point like just playing the eight and having a grand old time but yeah then the newcastle game the second that was the second to last match mm-hmm. right that was a big yeah. deal. It was that just was just getting yeah. just getting to the final day, like getting it to the final day. We wanted you wanted to push it as far as you could, and then they had Leicester on the Monday. And yeah. you thought, if this is going to happen, this is it. This is the moment. Uh, after just losing three 0 to Barca, my, one of my favorite moments to come out of that Newcastle game is Verge calling out and telling Trent to back off the free kick, and he tells oh, yeah. Shaq, "You take it." He tells him like three times, "You take it." Yeah, yeah. 
And he, I love it. And he pings he it right there shots. for Divock. That's the thing that uh, shots, well, a few people have talked. I think the Redmen have talked about it. So and smart. the Anfield Rap have talked about it. And to that, like what you just said, so smart is like, yeah, we have a team that figures shit out on their own now. Yeah. Like the, kicks, tr- like, the trend, kick, like the Trent corner kick against Barca. Virgil, like, no, you take that. You take Shaq. You take that. Um, yeah, Pendo does so much of that. Well, stuff he saw the angle. The... I mean, what other central defender could just point that out? Just like, oh, I mean, well, what, in, what other team? Just stick it in front of the goalkeeper and let us go. One of us will hunt it down. Because most of the time, <laughs> when you go into a match, like the the coach will be like, "Here's who's on set pieces on the right hand side of the field. Here's who's on set pieces on the left hand side of the field. Who's taking the right corners? Who's taking the left corners?" Exactly. And you kind of just follow that. Well, and. and you know, one of the things that when we talked about changing narratives and like different things that developed this season, how many set piece goals did we score? Yeah. We never yes. did that two, three years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Two, three years ago, you get a corner and you're like, great. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Modern maybe score it. Yeah, you're like, no, none of these guys are getting it. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying they're going Matip, Matip. Remember, uh, like, that shit under Rodgers. I mean, everybody was like four foot seven. Yeah. So it's like you get a corner and it's like, we cool. Joe Allen. <laughs> Hopefully he can Olympico it because none of these guys are going to touch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had we. I think we led the league in set piece goals. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, yeah, and that that was one of the better set piece goals. Steve Akarigi again. And resurgence. We both... That was his resurgence. He popped up against Everton, and then he went back underground. Yeah. He had a he... couple nice goals, like he scored against Watford. Yeah, uh, and he scored in the FA Cup game that we lost. Yeah. And so he had a couple yeah. like nice moments and some good cameos. Like remember when um, was it Mane was out for a brief period and he started on the left wing? That was against mm-hmm. Watford. Oh, that was against yeah. Watford. Yeah. yeah, and they well, he started there against Everton too. And he, I thought he played pretty well. Like he didn't. You know, maybe didn't create quite enough, but he still looked sharp. We didn't notice a huge drop off in our and quality. He was above Sturridge. I mean, I was going to say, it's yeah. big yeah, for me to was. say, but he was he was better than Sturridge. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it takes a lot for me to hundred percent. <laughs> I was telling, was that Frank last night uh, from Boston? Yeah, yeah. I was telling him about. Uh, how I bother you with my football manager talk all the time. <laughs> and I told him, like, I was like, I'll just tell you one story. Divock Origi scores 250 goals for Liverpool in his career. Okay? So we should play him. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and now I'm, like, convinced, like, this is meant to be or whatever. Um, but, yeah, 3-2. Once again, 1-0 up, 1-1. 2-1 up, 2-2. Looks like it's... Mo Salah's dead. Mo Salah is and probably like, dead. Not, and like credit to them. <laughs> the yeah, he's, oh yeah. <laughs> that was bro. Yeah. Just just killed. Just K I A. Like credit to them though, like uh was it Ronda scored both the goals. Yeah. And they're both goals that you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. yeah. The second one, the technique to bring that down oh, yeah. on the volley and just bang it into the corner, I was like And he would do one anyways, I was just like. Yeah, and yeah. you know, but we got it over the line, and it was kind of we're not gonna talk about it in depth, but it was like the it should have been like the precursor to Barca. It was like, yeah, we're gonna have to play with Shaq and Divock Origi, but like, look, they can get the job done. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah it might have yeah. been just Newcastle. They did. Yeah, yeah, and it gave you a little bit of hope for for Tuesday. Yeah, because it was you know we were gonna play Barca on Tuesday, and you knew that they were gonna have to play a role. Yeah, because yeah. we weren't gonna have Bobby, and we weren't gonna have Mo now, because. Yeah, goalkeeper's like, oh, ass killed him. I spent the whole, I spent the whole Newcastle match just going up to random members of the pub and going, "Listen, on Tuesday, do you think we can get to two 0 Because we can get to two 0 Meanwhile, it's like going on in the back. They're like, "Shut up!" I'm like, "But we can get to two 0 Shut people, up! People were like, "Mo's fine. He'll be fine." And I was like, "Did you see his no, neck yeah. stuff?" No, as like, soon as he got be as soon as he got hit, I was like, "Oh yeah, he's dead." All you see is, you see is the picture of this fro and then just the culture. No, yeah, and like, no, and it's just the way his head goes. 
at like that. Dad like, is, uh, and he falls on the ground. Just, and then hits his head on the ground too. Yeah. I was like, he's, uh, he's going to have brain damage. They show the angle like where he's falling backwards and you just see like he's got the boxer hands like yeah. straight up right. and he's just Frozen. boom. And you're like, yeah. yeah, that dude's knocked out. And that's why I heard <laughs> about the whole uh, new substitution rule which you know, allowed you to get a substitution rule. Yeah, it's true. Costing money. So, so. That's true. That's true. But yeah, I mean, it's, and then, yeah, going to Wolves and, you know, the Wolves thing was ridiculous in itself because everyone's minds were elsewhere and it was just weird. It was just a weird game. It's a weird atmosphere to play in for the players. It was a weird, it was a weird experience as yeah, a fan. Brian yeah. scored his one and everyone's Well, they're cheering about it at day. Anfield and we're all like, we're looking at the other TV going... They haven't scored. Yeah, oh, that's that's live, right? Is yeah. that on a delay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then like a minute later, they score, and you're like, wait a second. <laughs> what kind of weird like, booty it's shit? It's not on a delay. They're on the same time, man. Like, yeah. so for that little bit of time, you know. Uh, that, I, I it's the best 80 seconds of my life. No, yeah, that was. <laughs> I, I have it down here. Moments of the season that we're gonna talk about the 80 seconds that Liverpool won the title. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, whatever. I'm gonna celebrate it because it was fucking awesome. It's the oh, closest it I've good the closest I've ever been. We've never taken it to the last day Not in the history of LC Tampa Bay. We've always gone to the last day, like oh, get Champions League. The last game is usually just like a uh, meaningless like a, get together, hang out. Yeah, it's like a wake. Yeah, like, <laughs> everyone's just like. Mark just sits uh, what there. What are you going to do this summer? Yeah. <laughs> Mark just sits there and tells us all the ways Liverpool are shit and why yeah. they lost the league. Uh, uh, and we're just like, Mark. <laughs> your Can you please out. just be happy once? Like, we're seventh and this is finally coming to an end. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like scraping by by the seat of your pants getting a fourth place spot, you know? Like, that's what it's been. And this time we pushed all the way. I've never, I've never experienced it in my whole 20 years of supporting Liverpool, no. a last day chance to win the title. Because even in what, thir- uh, 08 09, we didn't have, really have a shot no. on the last day. No, it was no, like, no. well, it's settled. Yeah. And then 13 14. I mean, we had to make a goal difference against yeah. pa- Palace, and when we lost that game, it was basically. It was over. done. Yeah. Like, you knew, okay, unless they we're lose, that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're screwed. Yeah. yeah. And even then, we had to close the goal difference. I can't remember who we were playing that final day, but it, I remember thinking, we're it's not going Newcastle. Was it, it was. It was Newcastle. And yeah. I remember thinking, we're not going to score this many. I think we, we need, them. like, six. Yeah. Like, we're not going to get six and yeah. then have them lose. Like, it's just not. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was <laughs> yeah, I mean, the 80 seconds we won the league. <laughs> One Brighton fan oh, in the whole Anfield. I'm going to hold on to it. Yeah. Oh, that guy was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, I don't even think it is a Brighton fan. I think it's a Liverpool fan. It was just like, <laughs> come on, you seagulls. I, I, I just, I actually think. If uh, if the cop and like a whole of Anfield had just focused on cheering for Brighton for ninety minutes, <laughs> like they did for that ninety seconds where they thought it was one nil, like Brighton could have won five nil. <laughs> like we just directed all that like voodoo because you can't convince me now after Shipping this season hours, so. that Anfield isn't like somehow like a magical being that like casts <laughs> spells because there's just way too many. Like weird, like the Tottenham goal at the cop end, like that just gets sucked in. The Origi goal is at the cop end. Like the spirit all, of Shankly. It's ex- like, but exactly yeah, people. I people give me shit all the time because I go into these big European matches and I always go and Anfield and they go, but Anfield is just the state. Like, but it's a thing. It's not just a stadium. Parson yeah, knows. it's a, something. Parson there. knows that now. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Lionel Messi's still crying about if it. If Lionel Messi is scarred for life by it, it's a thing. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a thing. Okay, and you know what? Field. We'll probably get Juve next year when Pep goes, and it'll happen again. And Pep will just be like, "Okay, 
look, I we have a competition <laughs> where Liverpool isn't in it. Because <laughs> this is garbage. I hate every second of this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, credit to the to the lads for like getting through that weird cloud of like, are we going to win the league? Is Oh no, they're now it's 2-1. Our crowd isn't even really cheering for us. So Wolves could have scored a couple times. We could have ended up on 94 points. Could have ended up on 95 points. Said we ended up on 97. And Mane gets a job there. Yeah, Mane gets gets golden boot share. Mo gets golden boot yeah, share. At just, the at the end of the game, they yeah. both are refusing to pass the ball to each other. <laughs> if you guys get those two goals, you would have shared it. Yeah, so, I mean, they're both refusing that. to play the ball to each other. Tight angle shots, you know, shots from like twenty five yards. Looks like, like, like they're sharing one trophy. They're yeah. both holding it. No, they're gonna give them. They <laughs> they only had the one there to present. And then they give them, they'll give they'll get him a, another one and give it All to him. All of Klopp's players, one gold. Yeah, player. right. Arsenal fans <laughs> hate that he says that. They hate that he said that. No, he's not your player. Well, hey, did you see what happened to Ox? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Come home to Papo Klopp. Um, anyways, takeaways from the season before we get into the postseason awards. These are very official. We will be sending certificates to all the winners <laughs> <laughs> with a twenty dollar gift voucher. Let's please to, do that. To the, pub, yeah, to, the, <laughs> to the pub of your choice, LFC pub of your choice. Come on down. The London Heights crew will welcome you. <laughs> These are the main takeaways that I have written down. We are really good, and we will only get better. Another season together next year. This was their first season where we became the big balls team. Next year, we know it. Next year. We will just build on that. This isn't – I wrote it somewhere. This isn't 14-15, uh, and this isn't uh, 0-9-10, okay? This no. is something completely different. I've been dreaming of this moment ever since I hit about the age of 17 and all my annoying friends became Man United and Chelsea fans. The, the moment where we became the big, big club that we have always been. And we're, we're close. And once we win the title, and if you know what, we win the Champions League on Saturday, we're there. We are the biggest club in the world. There's an argument to be made that we're the best team in the world if we win the Champions League. I'm yeah. sorry. We've beaten the French champions. I mean, the we're German not going to talk about the champions. We've beaten the German champions. German double. <laughs> yeah. Beat the yeah, Spanish beat champions. Portuguese champions. Down. The Serbian champions. Oh, yeah. We all the champions. Um, all the champions. Uh, granted, we didn't beat City head-to-head, but, you know, City's not in the Champions League final. So yeah. they can lift my They lift lost my to the nut. fourth place yes. and <laughs> Premier League team. You know what? They lost, they lost four games. They lost more games than us. So, you know yeah. what? Head-to-head with a little VAR. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It might like be a little movies. different. Um, yeah, what else do I have here? <clears throat> Sorry, hold on. I it's refreshing lost. to have world-class yes. talent everywhere. As we yeah. said earlier, world-class talent. Absolutely Across everywhere. the board. On the pitch, left, right, front, back, side to side, as they say. Uh. <laughs> they know, we know how to win now. I think that's clear. Yeah. If we're 3-0 down against Barcelona, we can win a match. If we're 1-0 down away at Burnley, we can win a match. If it's 0-0 in the 96th minute against Everton, we can win a match. On this next bullet, I'm like, I just love that the the United fans called VVD a 75 million pound Chris Smalling. Yeah. That's the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Virgil was worth it. Is worth every penny. And the funny thing is, it's like, yeah, you know what? It would be ridiculous if every time Jurgen Klopp signed a player, that they were just amazing. And for the <laughs> most part, every single player we Like incredible and amazing, but he's been very good, and I'm and it, very certain with his feet up under him and a little bit of motivation to kind of feel like because in some ways he probably feels like he missed out on it a little bit. He had the hardest 
of anybody. Mm-hmm. It's center mid. Like Fabinho it's got to get in, and he got to play his part. Kata kind but of they was, took their time. It took him a while. Like Kata was expected to like land and run. Yeah, and it was. I think without a World Cup, Henderson probably starts the season a little bit more. Just, yeah, and and yeah. he's not as relied on as much. But yeah, you're right. He he had to be. He was forced in right away, and he started with a bang. That's like that West Ham game. 96% passing, and it, it was just tough for him this year. Well, no, and then they had the language thing. Yeah. Like, that was an different issue. Different league, too. Like, different to style of play. you got to get used to a different level of intensity. He can't carry the ball as far because they're just not going to allow you to do that. Yeah. You know, so it's just a different thing. Yeah. So, every yeah, everyone we bought has pretty much been worth it. I can't yeah. think of a bad signing. And who would have known? I mean, you know, guys that we brought in are just like yeah, class. No, yeah. yeah. It's almost well, the like, recruitment team. Yeah. <laughs> Give Michael Edwards a statue 100%. Oh, did you read the Times article? Did you guys read the New York Times About the data? The data? Yeah, that stuff is... I, you Dude, know, I, I'm like, that guy's an astrophysicist? Why, yeah. why does he work for us? No, I want that. <laughs> you know what? Get Neil deGrasse Tyson or someone. Or, right? No, that's that's yeah. who's in there. Like, the one guy mapped the subatomic, subatomic particle or whatever. I He's doing analytics. Oh, yeah, you got to read it. It's really good. Oh, yeah. It's long, but it's really, really what? good. What was the gist of it? It's basically how we've used data, data to build team. this team. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. how, like, it's like, yeah, they they had gotten this, like, deep-level data analysis and stat analysis, like, kind of what you got with Moneyball and baseball, because right. um, FSG kind of was, like, part of that whole Moneyball, right. like, mm-hmm. ideology or whatever. Um, but, like, yeah, using those analytics and, like, really getting deep into it and, like, just – like, for instance, like, Kata was a defensive midfielder uh, and they started tracking him. And they noticed that, like, although he didn't have, like, a passing percentage, like, at the level of all the top midfielders in Europe, that a percent the percentage of his passage was for going to teammates in scenarios where they were in scoring opportunities was, like, higher than anyone in Europe. And they spotted this like two or three years ago when he was like first coming up. And he wanted him last year. Too. Yeah. And so like what they, they, they found him off that. And like eventually like Kata became this attacking midfielder and like grew into that position. But even before that, like there was that recognition of like, oh, here's this ability that he has. And like we, we can get that ability. So like it's, it's interesting to think that they're not even just looking at players as a whole. They're like, okay, what does this team need? Okay, what we need is like to a win spe- more very specific skill set. Yeah, we need to win more headers at the back. Okay, who are the best heading center back? Okay, but like Fabinho, for instance, like okay, we need someone who's just gonna win everything in front of the defense and like win headers. And like when we signed him, he was pretty well known, but it kind of came out of nowhere. Or like key passes in midfield, yeah, that like spring up the next moment. Yeah, like they'll have a measurement for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's but like Mo, Mo Salah was pitched to them by like some backroom staff member who was doing data analysts, and he had to like really convince them, like, yeah. no, this is the guy you need to go get. And Klopp wasn't totally sold. Yeah, and, and Robertson, like, yeah, like where'd some you on earth that guy. from? Like, <laughs> so they just pick out these like specific players, um, and it's very football manish because you can do that. Like, okay, yeah. I want someone. It, it's manish. it's really cool though to like and. Just incredibly smart people in the back room. Like we are revolutionizing modern football in that aspect. We, we kind of, we're at the um, forefront. Yeah, of that so movement. like that's good because that means like we're we're kind of like what United did when they started their like you know era of winning everything was like they just like Fergie came in and he was just like no we're gonna do everything a bit differently than you've been doing it. Yeah, you're gonna it's eat kinda, this diet. Yeah, Arsene Wenger comes into Arsenal and he kind of like stops smoking and drinking and like <laughs> food like what the hell are you guys doing? Sign a bunch of French guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like you know we're, we are at the forefront of how you how you do scouting, how you do transfers, and yeah, we we'll only we we'll only will get better and we will be challenging regularly now. I, I agree. Um, One all- other takeaway that 
I feel like I've seen, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it seems like these group of guys genuinely like each other. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. they get, are getting along great. I think it's important to recognize that, like, Klopp, wh- whoever he signs, it's a character signing as well. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just, he's like, I can find another guy that can do that thing. But if you don't have the right head on your shoulders and you're not going to be like workmanlike and treat this like, team, yeah, team. you're not going to make it. He's not yeah. going to sign you. Yeah. So I, that I think is why you see that like camaraderie and just like the way that they treat each other and everything, the way they get on. It's just they're very to likable too, which is awesome. Like I was telling, uh, who was that? Oh, what was his? What's his name? Matt. Uh, he came over. He's like, oh, I didn't oh, know yeah. you have a kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, how do you get? How'd you get? How'd you get your daughter into soccer? I was like, well, I just... You know, really have a choice. No, yeah, that, that, number one, no choice. That's the key thing. Uh, <laughs> like, she was born, and I was like, the nurse wrapped her in, like, the blanket. And I was I, like... Come on. Uh, I was in my Liverpool queue when she was born, uh, on purpose. Why did uh, that be the first thing she saw? Yeah, exactly. Uh, thought about this a little bit, guys. Okay? No, but I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I just, I just like every when those LFC TV videos come out on YouTube of like Mo Salah jumping out and surprising kids, Bezzy. yeah, or like them playing oh, pranks Bezzy. on the kids around Christmas or Bezzy's, whatever. Yeah. I just, I just show her that, like, show her those, and she's like, oh, loves it. Like, like last night, for, she like loves Mo Salah. Last night we were singing the Bobby Firmino song, and every time it gets to uh, what's he, uh, something that the cop wants you to know, the best in the world's name, Bobby for she goes, no, it's Mo Salah. <laughs> <laughs> He has his own song. And she sings the rest of the song like, Si, senor, Bobby, and he will score. But when it gets to that line, she goes, There's something that the cop wants you to know. Best in the world's name, Mo Salah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, such a likable squad. All good, really good lads. You know, like the thing about, they they were talking about it on like the Anfield rap, like at the end of the game, just seeing like, like how big the families are of like all the players and like how, like how big it actually is and like Mm -hmm. getting like, it's no longer like, yeah, like three or four lads have kids and the rest of them are like 25 yeah. years old, single, yeah. like, you know, got girlfriends. Yeah. It's like all a bunch of like family guys. Dude, the last day, it was like a gang of children, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they have a lot of kids. Holy crap. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and, and they're all just, yeah, they all seem like good people and they all seem to really get on together and they all seem really like driven by the same goals and the same purpose in life. And that's good. Everything's gelling together. We're in a, a, such a better position than we've ever been. In the history of this supporters club, oh, no um, doubt. and in Hands the recent down. history of the club, it's just amazing. Everything I keep saying it in all every single one of these pods. Everything is amazing. Yeah. Everything is amazing. All right. <laughs> Ooh, so we've got we've, we've we've run through it. Looking forward to next season. Right. This real quick. Yeah. Just continue to be consistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, Klopp is going to learn. We'll learn as a fan base. Players will learn a little bit. VAR. We win the league this year with VAR. And everybody calls us Live Arpool. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll make a banner. I don't give a damn. I'll make a banner you, with this Yeah, team. you say you say in here uh, VAR will help out. And uh, I, not necessarily. I, know, I think true. it's like anything. I think it's just the same thing as like it currently is like it'll balance out. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some things away from you. It's going to give you some things. And that's just how it's going to go. That's just me being yeah. salty, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, fuck your point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bar's gonna win us the league. <laughs> I'm, I'll come out that stat again this year. How many points were won or lost for each team based on refereeing decisions? I just want to see. Are you prepared to get enraged? <laughs> Where it's like we like draw, like we would have won like you know an, an extra like set. 
decisions and city like or like we lost seven points due to refereeing decisions and over the season and city like won one point and it's like oh we could have won the league by like nine points type cool <laughs> thanks var thanks referee thanks fa anyways uh yeah we'll be next back next year you're older you're wiser more experience and ready believing fully in ourselves and ready to go but here's the main event we've made it to the point you've all been waiting for, the LC Tampa Bay End of Season Awards. <laughs> Let's get into it. We have some individual awards. We have some, like, you know, performance awards, mm. moment awards, best goal, game of the year, and then we'll get into your questions. Right off the bat, comeback player of the year. Who's your comeback player of the year? Oh, it's Matthew. Yeah? Yeah. Div, 100%. I like that shout. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it to Div because I don't want to give matchup two awards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to give it to Div. I mean, come on. He just like the goals that he scored were all massive pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, as far And we all thought he was dead and buried. Like his Liverpool career was dead. Yeah. Like, Matip was in and around the first team and you could see a path for him to play in the team. And Divock Origi was literally being told, you can go. Like, did you go? They agreed a fee. Yeah. just didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as far as how you far. Up at from how far he came. Yeah, it probably is Divock. I just want to give a shout out to Joe Gomez, who like also finished last year injured, unfortunately. Yeah. And ended up just coming into the team when we had like a center back in Lovren who had stomach issues or something. He wasn't fully fit yet either. Yeah. And he just and plugged he was in lights out. And it was amazing. August to December he was killer. Ooh, yeah, Five was clean sheets in our first eight matches mm-hmm. in the league. So he gets a shout, and I think Henderson gets a shout. In the sense of, like, getting back into the eight and just instantaneously being, like, like a beast in that position. <laughs> and, of course, you know, I always got to have a shout-out to the Jordans. But, yeah, for me, it has to be Divock because from where he was, nowhere near the squad. Yeah, Fifth-choice yeah. striker to the point where probably oh, no. Dominic Solanke gets sold in January because we're probably thinking Dominic Solanke is going to be our Divock Origi. Yeah. And he ends up jumping him and then jumping Sturridge. And then he's, like, our starting striker against in our biggest game of the year against Barcelona. So... And scores a brace. Yeah. Scores <laughs> against Everton. Scores against Barcelona. Uh, Wins the Newcastle Scores game. the greatest Derby goal of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 Divock. It's Divock. It has to be Divock. Divock, we will send you your certificate in the mail. <laughs> Let just, us know when you're coming down to London. <laughs> yeah. Or just ship us your address. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to send us anything back. Look, sign We're anything. Slide anything. into our DMs with your address. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We won't show up on it. Oh, all right. So DC runs the Twitter. It's fine. Divock <laughs> wins comeback player of the year here at LC Tampa Bay. These are very important awards. So let's take this seriously, guys. <laughs> Enough laughing. Most improved player, David. It's got to be Matt Tip. Yeah. For me, he was soft. Like, just, huh, I didn't like watching him at all. Like, he's just a big, gangly, goofy guy that was just too nice. Yeah. Like, he, you could tell he had skill, but just wasn't the center back that we needed and like him and lover and every time they'd play together, it looked like a mess. And then this year he partners VVD and just becomes this beast yeah. and can dribble through the entire opposition team. And it was winning headers and kicking people and just some incredible tackles. And yeah, his, his ability to thread a pass. Yeah. He totally like caught me off guard. And, you yeah. know, I was talking trash about him when we first started playing him all the time. And then all of like three weeks into it, I'm like, Holy crap, Joel yeah. Matza. <laughs> yeah. So, How about you, Emmanuel? I want to say Trent. I mean, he was coming into his own last season with the free kick goals and 
But this year with the assists from both flanks and putting in crosses and just his going into tackles, I mean, actually, it's just been smart and just getting smarter and better yeah. every year. So I, was yeah. say I mean, last year there's a case to say he's like the best right back in the world, but it's kind of cheeky. But I think now, like, it's definitely it's an honest conversation. Yeah, it's though. a and like it's easy to forget like when he played against City in that second leg and in the first leg in the quarterfinals last year, it was kind of for us as fans like, oh, fuck, he's going up against Sané. Remember how Zaha just did him? Remember Old Trafford yeah. away? And, like, he wasn't, like, this the player that he is now. So I kind of agree with you in that sense. Like, he's definitely gone to, to the next level, even if we all believed and knew he was going to get there anyways already. Like, now, like, there's that genuine conversation he might be the best in the world. Who's your... I say Genie. I think he, last year, he was very, very good, and his talent is was undeniable last year. But this year, I felt like there were there were specific games where he, he was so solid, yeah. so solid for us, and, and kind of held it together. And, he, you know, obviously he's not captain, but I felt like he was kind of running the midfield yeah. in, in, in certain games. So, and then, you know, just the the Barca match, yeah. his contributions. Another so. case of a player who it's easy to forget. Last year, he gets that sickness, falls out of the squad. People are kind of down on him. Like, oh, but he's not really big in big matches. He's kind of <coughs> he's kind of 50-50 all the time. And then it gets to the point where he's probably an outside shot for player of the season because the first half of the season, he carried that midfield on his back, yeah. basically. Like, while Fabinho bedded in, while Keita was having his moment, while Hendo was getting fitness from the World Cup, Ox is out. Um, you know, he kind of carried that, that that midfield on his back. And it's kind of like a trend scenario where, like, yeah, we might have all known, like, eventually could have gotten here. And it might be easy now to look at him. And, like, we had the discussion at the beginning of the season where, like, this could be the year for Genie to become that Dutch midfielder that's always in the Dutch national team, that, like, class. Yeah, great play, Yeah, too. Clarence Seydorf level. And, like, he's he's gotten there now. Like, he's, he's definitely knocking on the door of having a genuine conversation if he's, like, one of the most class Dutch midfielders. Uh, to ever like come around and definitely the best Dutch midfielder of this current crop. I mean, Frankie de Jong might get there eventually, but he's young. Yeah. He's a kid. I mean, Genie goes to the Dutch team and he just bangs in goals now left (laughs) and right. And yeah, he scores a double against Barca. So well, another thing too, is he came out when, when I guess the players like voted who like the captain order, like obviously Hendo, then um, Milner. it like you know next in in the captain line but i think that says a lot too yeah no he's so yeah he's another one of like definitely like he definitely came on leaps and bounds um and then there's there's one other person in the second half and like but to go from you know what he would did last year to cold golden boot yeah exactly 22 goals in the league like and like the Bayern Munich goal which is like a the huge Bayern goal moment amazing the United <laughs> goal where he takes it on his chest and then first times it first yes. time to get us started um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's had like these really class moments, and don't forget against Barcelona, we didn't have the Bobby man, or Mo Salah. It was Mane that was the only. Brian always talks about this, but the man, I don't, he must have the strongest neck muscles because when he snaps a header, it's like oh, yeah. bullets. Oh yeah, 
He's uh, got a ridiculous header on him. There was that run where he scored 11 in 11 games when Mo Salah was kind of yeah. you know, out of form. So he was carrying us through that yeah. period. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he definitely, from like last season where he was kind of a down season, he only had half of a good year, so to speak, to go like the whole season and have like these massive, massive moments. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think he's he's improved leaps and bounds, but we gotta we gotta we gotta settle this the score here. Everyone's picked someone different. I'm I'm personally I don't want to give it to Matip just because you know I always knew because you have, he's probably down <laughs> under you know it's just gonna give it to him somewhere else whatever. <laughs> I'm probably gonna give it to him like in, in the next category. So, but I don't know. I I personally want to go with Trent because Trent's 20 years old or 21 years old. And he's just set the assist record for the Premier League. <laughs> and his second full se- – not even his second full – And dominated Barca. Yeah. Like, I, he was unreal in that game. Yeah. Like, the, the second goal. Yeah. The one that Genie scores. So, he – somebody uh, – I think it's Henderson hits a switch to, to Trent. He tries to head it down into space. Rakitic comes in and pulls it up or picks it off, right? Yeah. Trent doesn't like get frustrated or drop off. Just wins he the ball. He sees the next pass and on it. When Rakitic makes the thing, he comes in, pulls the yeah. tackle, takes off, leaves uh, Jordi, Jordi Alba, Alba just yeah. standing there, and laces that cross in that Genie gets on the end of. And it was like it was down to just Trent not giving up. Yeah, like yeah. he just refused to let them have the ball. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. And like th- there is that game when he was injured and he came back against Watford where he had three assists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his first yeah, game back, it was, uh, uh, and like the like the end of season run, I remember getting down to it, and it was like Rob, Robertson had like ten assists, mm-hmm. and Trent had like six. Robertson's crosses are just yeah, like but it was poetry. like oh, like, it was like, like Robertson's gonna win the assist competition. Do you remember in the city game? Now we lost, right? But do you know how many times times those two switched between them? Like complete cross field switches that the whole city squad goes. Oh, you could just see them go. Oh God! Everybody's got to now shift over. And like the goal we score, they do it twice. Mm -hmm. Trent pings it across. Like yeah. They were crazy that game. I was like, we have two of the best fullbacks in the world. Yeah, last time that happened, yeah, left, right back. I'm giving it to Trent. I'm going to give it to Trent. I'm going to agree with him. I'm giving it to Trent. And that's right. a tiebreaker right there. <laughs> All right, so it's Trent. <laughs> this improved goes to Trent. Unsung hero. Um, I'm going to go first with this one. Allison. The VVD thing kind of sweeps <clears> under the rug. But I can just, right off my head right now, I can go Brighton at home, 1-0, wins us two points. Chelsea away, he wins us a point. Napoli, he gets us through Champions League. Um, the Burnley game away, he wins us the two points. Um, Crystal Palace on the season, he wins us the two points. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and like you just keep going down the list. The, the Wolves game is on him because he kept us 1 0 up in that game so long. He wins us two points there, possibly even three. Um, the Barcelona game, he keeps us in it. And I just think, like, it's very easy to – because Virgil van Dijk won player of the season. He's, you know, he was our best player, so to speak. And he was – it's incredible the amount he uh, – he's changed this team up. But, yeah, Allison was incredible. And he, he won us so many points and kept us in the title race at various different points in the season. Against United away, he's the reason we draw a nil-nil. Yeah. You know, we could have lost that one nil and it would have felt even worse. Um, against Everton away, he makes a couple of saves. I mean, he was he's just been immense. And, like, Ederson gets in the team of the season ahead of him um, with less clean sheets and conceding more goals because of his passing. Like, that's – oh, because of his passing? Who fucking cares? Not only that, have you seen Allison pass the ball? The guy can pick <laughs> yeah. somebody off a 50-yard pass like it's nothing, dude. Fulham goal, he gets the assist. Yeah, he's not kicking out of bounds. 
He has the distribution <laughs> as well. There's a reason Brazil chooses Allison over Ederson. Okay, yeah. everyone. Uh, but I would pass this on I would argue. I would <laughs> right? argue for Allison being our, our unsung hero. Um, how about how about you, Manuel? I agree. No, okay. it's Allison for sure. Right. Same. I'm gonna go with Jeannie. Yeah. Uh, for this, for me personally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, for all the reasons that you mentioned before, like in the beginning of the season, and the kid put in so many minutes. Yeah. Like towards the end of the season, because he was literally had killed himself by that point. But also because at different times we ask him to play the six. And he's incredible at that. Yeah. And then he basically welcomes Fabinho. He's the reason Fabinho gets in because he plays alongside him in a four-two-three-one for a little while. That allows Fabinho to kind of bed in and get the system against Arsenal away and at home. Genie was unbelievable. He was everywhere. Yeah. He was literally everywhere. Uh, his versatility, just what he put in this. I mean, to play forward at the Camp Nou. Yeah, and he wasn't like I. I didn't like it just because I didn't think it was working. But it's not. It wasn't on him. It no. was, he was in all the right places, doing all the work. And we did well in that game, and he did well in that game. He did. Yeah, did. I did, it just didn't work out. Yeah, I yeah I, I agree to an extent. I just think he's gotten a lot of a lot of praise for how he's carried this team at different points. I just think a lot. Yeah, well, he doesn't have like a ton of stats, but I mean, yeah, he true. gets a lot of praise because of the Barca game. Yeah. like halfway through the season like who's your player of the season so far and like five or six people were like genie 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 i don't know okay. if it was like the hipster answer that everyone wanted to give or <laughs> like, but like they all were like and i was like okay well like i guess i'll make an argument for everyone else now uh like i'm about to do <laughs> but it was the other two that uh, i so had allison yeah a- allison but the other ones i had matip because you know like he kicked the living shit out of Robert Lewandowski in that first leg when yeah. D was gone <laughs> and in the second leg he did the same to morega uh, he, Suarez, he's, yeah. he's been really, really, yeah, he did the same to Suarez. He's one of the few people that did to Suarez what Suarez does to other people and no. got him off of his game. <laughs> Suarez was um, other time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Matip and then yeah, Mane just because, you know, it's, it's very easy to overlook Mane when you got Mosal on the other wing. Here we go. Main event, uh, as far as individual player uh, awards go, player of the year. It's Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like he's. I, the reason he's PFA Player of the Year, it's he's made such a difference since he came in our backline. For me, he won it in the Tottenham game when that breakaway yes. happens, and yeah. he just plays Sissoko so cool. He doesn't care. He's just like he's like he didn't even sweat. Yeah, and then he just plays him onto his weak foot and pushes him out of the way. Yeah. it was just unbelievable. Yeah, he I, had out, so many moments like that, and you don't get nervous. Like used to be, like that happened, you'd shit. He might get there, yeah. Verge is there, so we're we're, we're okay. It's manageable. Basically, he's all I need. Yeah. (laughs) Virgil. Put him and Robbo together. Yeah, Virgil. For me, it's when he calls Trent off of that ball and the security puts in swinger in. And then just like any header goal he has in the box, he's just by himself because no one wants to touch him. He just... He's a master. He just glides up. glides up. (laughs) So many goals like this, head down. Virgil? Virge, because of what Troy Deeney said about oh, yeah. him, how he smells like, good smells good <laughs> he's too big he's too fat he's a really nice guy his hair's great he smells good yeah he's a Virgil strikes me <laughs> I don't know if you guys have known these type of people they're like kind of like low-key and quiet but like they have this like cheeky like sense of humor about them Who's? like like, I've, I've, like you, do you know people that are like kind of quiet 
like oh. soft spoken. They don't like really put themselves out there that much. Like they're confident and like not like you know shy and like timid, but you know, and but they have this like cheeky sense of humor that all of a sudden like pops out out of nowhere. Like Virg kind of strikes me as that. He's like a, oh, yeah. he's not really a funny character, but every so often these videos pop up because yeah. he takes himself very seriously. And yeah. presents himself, but then he's like doing like the, the oh, yeah. Fortnite dances around yeah. the stadium while they're doing the photo shoot. And like during Christmas, Jeannie awesome. gave him some clean sheet, and he takes that and goes, Oh, clean sheets. Yeah, yeah. And what what interview was it? I forget after um after what match it was, but the guy had asked him something about somebody something happened where he like there was a he like messed up or something and we, but we won the match. Oh, no, it, was I think we were it was the following game. Remember, because he, he oh he, he had tried, it back he and then heads yeah. it back to yeah. Allison, who doesn't come get it. And that's right, how right. Ryan Babel scored the most reluctant yeah, goal I've exactly ever seen a footballer yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> the, the picture of Babel's face as he puts it into the net, he's just like, mm. it was the unamused emoji. <laughs> yeah. well, well, the interviewer is like asking the question, and he's like, who cares? Yeah, we won. Who cares? Oh, there's a whole set of videos called Liverpool. Moments where, like, the interviewee asks a Liverpool player some stupid question, and they just look at him like, "What? What?" <laughs> About that, and Rob was just like, "Well, who's going to the final?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the final. He's not. So, that's that. was, oh yeah, that's class. But yeah, it's it's pretty easy. Virgil Van Dyke. But here's the point I want to make: is I have a list of like eight players that could possibly, if yes. you really wanted to like get into it and make a decent argument, you could. Mo, mo, most of our starting. 11. Yeah. Mo, <laughs> mo, Allison, Robbo, Jeannie, Trent, Mane. I think all have a decent shout. Uh, for player of the season if Virgil van Dyke was excluded for some reason. <laughs> um, and there probably are like a bit of a distance behind Virgil van Dyke, but I don't think it's like a massive gap. Keep in mind, Bravo tied the assist record for a defender. Trent broke the record. Um, well, don't forget, and you can't forget about some of Robbo's huge defensive contributions. Yeah, exactly. Like against Tottenham, when that ball comes bouncing through in the box, and it's Christian Eriksen runs onto the end of it, but Robbo comes out and just cuts him off and makes the block that yeah. has it go out. Yep. The one he saves from going out of bounds and Mane scores. Yep, yep. yep. That one was huge. Uh, and the Barca game, they could have gone four. It yeah. was just him back there, yeah. pretty much. You see Virgil just running, yeah. trying to catch up. But Robbo's the one that keeps it out. Yeah, you know, he shuts, he closes Suarez down, and goes out for. A That's actually another moment, uh, like of, of the of the team solving problems. We'll talk about it. The live pod coming up at uh, the Champions League final, but that was another moment where Klopp was telling Allison go up for the corner, and Mo was like, "No, stay back, <laughs> stay back." And then they got the breakaway, and it could have gone four. and hope you have that's probably that yeah. um so yeah 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 i mean yeah Robbo was immense in that match because he was the only one back there with allison for dembele just like chipping into allison's stomach <laughs> million that lad right there you see that um all right so let's get into more of like the uh, the, the moments of the season pipe in if you guys remember something different Allison versus Chelsea away because he did make multiple saves that kept us in that match. Mo against Bournemouth where he got raked down his, his yeah, Achilles, scored a hat trick, <laughs> and just acted like he couldn't be bothered to be even be there. Mane against Watford because Mo was out uh, and Mane had to play striker and he scored two goals. 
Uh, one of them a header and one of them that back heel that he chipped over Ben Foster, which is a ridiculous goal, and he did mean to do it. In the same match, Trent versus Watford at home, it was I think Trent was actually coming back into the squad in that game mm-hmm. after Milner had played right back and Henderson had played right back, uh, and he got three assists <laughs> uh, just coming back. So it was a pretty ridiculous game. And then Shaq versus United with the two goals in the brace. Uh, I'm thinking of another one here just real quick, Bobby against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, which ones you guys got? Which 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 one is yours? best individual performance of the season. I go Mane versus Watford. He was a nightmare for them that night. Yeah. Like he just was everywhere. Yeah. He created so much space for we scored five goals that night. But I swear he had a hand in all of them. And then the back heel, I was just like, get out of here, dude. That's not even cool. Yeah. No, it's not. It <laughs> That's really, really cruel, man. <laughs> I say Mo versus Bournemouth. Um because the type of goals that he scored, one, you know, he could have he's, he could have gone down when yeah. he got raked and maybe gotten a pen. Who knows? Maybe they wouldn't have given it to him. But then slots it away. And I love how he just, like, looked back at the guy and, like, with this grimace. And then there, there was another goal where there were at least three different times where he could have he could have shut like shoot the ball and yeah. he didn't. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh, just shoot it. Just I shoot just it. watched that goal and this he, morning. And he literally he just, just dribbles everyone. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he, he's literally <laughs> running the defenders I and the keeper <laughs> in circles. And then he just slots it, slots it in. He toe pokes it with his right, just into <laughs> the bottom corner. And then Ake just falls over. He's like, Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and he just casually walks away. He just runs <laughs> over to the fans like, oh, look at that. I just scored a hat trick. How about that? Oh, so, yeah. One season wonder. How about that? <laughs> how about you? I'm just going to say Shakira against United. Yeah. yeah. That's United. my second. It was it was a wonderful moment just to see. And for little, him, too. He was so happy. He yeah. just runs away. Oh, so yeah. And whether he does anything with the rest of his life as a Liverpool player, whether he leaves this summer or he comes next season and just sits on the bench and never plays, he'll always have that. He'll be like a cult hero. Well, he came out after that match to saying that he saw like the space of where like he saw where those opportunities and those openings when he was on the bench the first half. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool too. When you, I mean, he I mean, was a difference maker. He wasn't just a sub. He was a difference maker. To see his muscles smile. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it is it's Mane against Watford just because of the context. Of, of where we were at the point of that season. We uh, needed and, a good result. Yeah. And like Mo was, was out and was in like that point of the season where everyone was asking the questions like, oh, is he as good as he was last year? He's kind of out of form. Well, and it was in it was in February too. So we're coming off the back of this like tough run of results and everybody's questioning us now. And, yeah. You know, and then he goes, that. yeah. And he goes and he plays striker, which he hadn't done for us at all, I think, until that point. Uh, and just led the line, pressed, and then scored that ridiculous goal, which is much harder than, once again, if Ronaldo or Messi scores that that goal, everyone talks about it for years and years, and it's plastered all over social media yeah. with goat emojis and fire, <laughs> fire emojis, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I think Mon- that, that game was definitely – and that was like the beginning of Monty just going and scoring like 11 and 10 yeah, or whatever yeah. it was, or 11 and 11. Uh, oh, we should. We have another one. Another individual. I, I should have put it up there. Most surprising player of the year. Um. I, I, okay. Can I just say I like that Sturridge is an option just because he didn't get hurt. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how low the bar is. For, are you kidding? <laughs> oh, I, I. This is where I have to give it to Matip. <laughs> it's it's massive. It's yeah, because I don't think anyone really expected when we got to the point where we had to play Matip starting this that he was going to do things like no. I didn't think he was going to be this important. Clean sheet. He led. He was the key center back against Byron at home with the clean sheet. 
He almost scored an own goal, but it's all right. And he did score an own goal in the second leg, but it's all right. We skate by sometimes. Um, and then he just kicked in the form, and yeah, he's he's so he's been so good, and he's people people now. forgot how good he was. Yeah, and Joe Gomez can't even get back in the side, and Joe and Gomez. That's a big statement. Yeah, Joe Gomez is amazing. He's amazing, and he can't even he can't even sneak back into the side because Matip just just. Dejan Lovren is now the fourth choice center back because yeah. Matip has become this figure. Yeah, obviously Divac could obviously obviously be there, but we're gonna give it to Matip because Divac already got his award, and we don't want him getting his head too big when he <laughs> send him the certificates. It's just like an envelope full of every single award <laughs> for Divac Origi. I'm gonna make the argument for Fab yeah. in this one because I mean he he started slow-ish, whatever. You know, it took him a while to get acclimated to the system and, and get into the team. Stuff. Yeah. The what? Got one eye for half the season. Who? Fabinho? No, both Fabinho. Yeah, Fabinho, not Fabinho. Fabinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fabinho. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wrong, wrong Brazilian. Well, and, and <laughs> wrong Inho. And what was it? Was it the first leg or second leg of Barca where he's on a yellow? And he, Second leg, like for the oh, whole match. The whole match. He's on, yeah, he's on a yellow for the whole match, and he just so cool, calm, and collected. Just like in the box, makes these tackles that if if it's an inch or a millimeter off, it could be. Um, he legit a, a terrorized them in that game. Like I, I put it in my piece afterwards for Redman, but like he just runs around and he's just picking the ball off a player's feet. Well, it's like, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, the whole game. That's mine. That's mine. At the end, <laughs> at the end of the like... match, he takes the ball off Messi and then proceeds to just run into their half and then flail and win every game. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that's boss that. But yeah, he, he was a bit he surprised. He was so aggravated after the first He leg, was yeah. a bit surprising in that, like, I really actually did not expect Fabinho to come in and be this amazing. Like, I knew he was a good player and I'd, heard, I'd like, heard about him and seen him, like, you know. Well, and based on what happened early in the season, I thought he was going to be, like, a long-term project. Yeah, and then within a very short period of time, he just yeah. turns yeah. it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I, I I have to give my boy Matip a, a, an award. <laughs> Otherwise, what is the point of life? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so here I we can't are. wait for you to sing your Matip song at the final. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got have a Matip. Song? Yeah. Do you know? Have you ever seen uh, what's Monty Python? Yeah, Monty Python, Life of Brian. Uh, it, it, there's a song in there that goes, "Always look on the bright side of life." Da 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 da. da. And oh, mine yeah. goes, yeah. Uh, "He came on a free straight from Germany." Matip, 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 Matip. He's six foot five. Yeah, he's big as a fucking tree. Matip, 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 Matip. It is amazing. I love it. Uh, if anyone but me had presented it to the Liverpool world, it might have taken off. <laughs> but I am who I am. So people were like, absolutely not. But yeah, I sing it at the pub all the time. I love it. That's great. He sings yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's. I, mean, I gotta sing it. Um. Anyways, here we go. Best goal of the season. Oh no, okay. best moment. Best moment. I skipped over uh, best moment. Best moment. It's There's gotta only... be a Regi ninety plus six. Yeah, I'm sorry. it's, it's just... a Regi against. What is, what is the second to last bullet? Mo Salah versus Southampton. Oh, okay. yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I mean that goal he scored was like ridiculous. It was massive. It was yeah. a massive moment in the season. And it was one, another one of those moments where belief was teetering and like personal. Like, personally, for me, I was sitting there like, this is the one where we draw, and then it kind of peters out. Yeah, that and, was a yeah. huge moment. So, like, and he, like, he personally needed it to get that 50, to get that little monkey off his back and just continue, 
continue yeah. to kick on. Yeah. I mean, it's Divock versus Everton, like, 100%. Just because <laughs> yeah. All the stuff that no came question. out of it. Yeah. No the Mark faces yeah. came out of that. Like, the I got Lucas, Titanic music. I got Lucas Leva to retweet my meme. That's right. <laughs> off the back of that. Yes, so, like, amazing. Crowning achievement of my life. <laughs> I mean, where do I go from here? <laughs> exactly. And he didn't just retweet it. He retweeted it saying unlucky. Every <laughs> time he said this, he wants the world to know that. Yeah, I, I, Lucas Lave retweeted my meme. Okay? <laughs> my meme went viral on LFC Twitter, and that means something. I don't know how you quantify it, but I, I hope we can someday. I don't know what it means, but it means something. <laughs> yes, it means can something. We talk about the last one. Oh, the 80 seconds in Liverpool won the league? That was fun, like we said earlier. <laughs> it was amazing. It was the, the best minute and a half like, I've had. The, wow. surge, the surge goal was wild. I wasn't there for the Origi goal, but I heard the Origi goal was wild. Mo Salah's second goal against Chelsea was wild. But nothing was quite as wild as when Glenn Murray scored <laughs> for Brighton, okay? I've never heard that pub go as loud as that. People were running around. Usually it's just me running around, but there was other people running around. People screaming. The pub was loud as could be. And I was like, what's going on? I had one of those moments. I have like three or four moments this season where the adrenaline and the emotions all too much at once for my brain. And I almost black out. And I blacked out at that point. I had to grab onto the table and I was like, breathe, breathe. So that was good. But it has it has to be a reach just because it's against Everton. It's in the derby. They lit off the flare. Klopp went on the field and pissed everyone off. Oh, yeah. Uh, fine. yeah. It was Divock fucking Rigi. All scored. the memes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jordan Pickford. You'll never see a goal like that ever again in your oh, life. That all, the, all the tweets with the... Everybody when they would talk about Pickford, it would just be the little dinosaur for the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Google dinosaur when the, like when, the, when it's like uh, the whatever like the uh, syntax yeah. error is happening or something, and you get to play the little Google game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that it has to be that. But there there was plenty of amazing moments this season. Oh, Getting Mourinho fired was awesome. Uh, uh, I mean Tottenham. Yeah, home. the Tottenham goal, Divock against Newcastle was yeah. awesome. But yeah, it has to be it has to be the Origi versus Everton. because yeah. Origi uh, football is nothing without that Origi. Origi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that meme has been used multiple times now. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Best goal of the year. I have here's what I have written down here. I have Sturridge versus Chelsea. I have Mo versus Chelsea. Bobby's slaloming, slaloming run against <laughs> Arsenal. Uh, Mane back heel against go. Watford. Trent free kick top corner away against Watford. Um, Mo versus Spurs, just cause. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the own goal just cause you know, and probably got to put Divock in there just cause. Uh, and then yeah, Shaq versus Burnley, and I, I wrote in here I'll argue it, and I'll, I'll I will argue it at the end. What's your goal of the season? Uh, it's got to be Mo versus Chelsea. Like it was just you what a there. moment of dominance. Like yeah. that that few minutes there was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I had the perfect view of it. But yeah. <laughs> like, but no, I mean, it was just what a moment of class. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I, I mean, I would almost say Sturridge because like the technique. I, I watched that back fifty times just to admire the technique. The every angle one. Yeah. But the same goes for Mo yeah. and that that goal to beat them poor in Keppa. that game. Poor Keppa. I know we just we just we just <laughs> go hard at him. Like <laughs> poor kid. It's like you know, in the cup finally doesn't come off for substitute, but then like against Liverpool, he's like comes on the pitch and he looks at Sorry, he goes, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you want me in here for this? Uh, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah take him out then. Uh, are you sure I'm on the team sheet? <laughs> I'm manager. I'm well, off the team Hendo sheet. Hendo did to Courtois last year. So. 
That's right. Yeah, we do. We do score. We do score against those bastards. Some good goals. Yeah, but Mo's Mo's goal is definitely ridiculous. And yeah, Sturridge is. It's like inch perfect. How about you, goal season? Uh, Same. The Mo's. Yeah. I say Sturridge's against Chelsea. Okay. I'm gonna argue this Burnley goal. Okay. This third Burnley goal. On some merits, let's go. So as I said earlier, right, like Burnley away, it was it's it's one of those moments in the season where we like showed that we are able to go down, we're able to deal with the pressure, and then we're able just to get the job done. So the context of that goal is in, in that match is literally all of the adversity that Liverpool faced this season happening all at once, going down early, losing a key player to injury. And on top of it all, getting back and getting up 2-1 and getting to a point where usually, once again, in those scenarios, we boot the ball in the air six or seven times. It falls to Tarkowski. He puts it in the bottom corner. We 2-2 it. We go, oh, whatever. You know, 2-2 away to Burnley. Instead, what happens? They get a free kick. Or it comes in. It's going top corner. Allison makes that renaissance save. He gets the ball after that. And then it's a movement by the team down the right wing. And it ends up with Shaq in front of an open net all by himself, and he slots it away, and we win the game 3-1. In my mind, that goal epitomizes everything that this Liverpool team was the whole season. And that's why, for me, it's the goal of the season. Interesting argument. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if we're going straight technique, it's definitely Mozart versus Chelsea. But if we're considering all the other contexts, and Mo's goal has plenty of context to it as well. It's the 30th anniversary. We're exercising those 13, 14. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. So I just, you know, I just want to get my cheeky romantic argument in for the Burnley goal. That's interesting. But the answer is Mo. It's definitely Mo. <laughs> <solid. laughs> no, I will concede. I concede your point, sir. It is Mo solid, definitely. Uh, and then, yeah, the only thing that we have left is game of the year. Uh, and I have three down here. One nil versus Everton. Uh, I have three one versus United at home, and I have two nil versus Chelsea at home yeah. for varying reasons. Remember, listener, this is only league chat. Yeah, so. not Champions League <laughs> pod. Come live pod, Champions League final day. Come out and experience that with us. We'll do a bunch of this as well. But yeah, so Casey, or if you want to choose something else, I those, might are, say just, something those else. are just the three I put down. Can I pass? And can you? Yeah, back okay, to me? Emmanuel, you have I one. Think about this I want to say thrashing Arsenal because I just like thrashing Arsenal. True. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime was, you can put five past Arsenal, it's fun. <laughs> yeah, between it is. that and the Palace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's tough. I'm gonna go with the Derby just because of what it did within the fan base. Yeah. Like it just all of a sudden we stopped hearing about clicking into gear and all this other shit that was being bandied about about the team and it was just everybody was in yeah like because that was so much fun and everybody had jokes about it and everybody had memes and it was it was just a ton of fun like it was one of those moments where the season just goes and then everything yeah. after this. Yeah. There was before this, and then now it's everything. It's after like the this. Uh, it's like the the first chapter of a book you read, <laughs> and then it ends, and it just picks up after that, and, yeah. it's like, and then it's like full speed ahead. Maybe yeah. a movie one. <laughs> it should be a movie. I, really will, I will watch that movie every night on Netflix. The next Santiago. So I sleep. <laughs> the next Santiago. Yeah, right. Um, it probably is the Everton one for all the reasons you said. I want to say the Chelsea one just because, yeah, it exercised a lot of demons and. Uh, I went into that match personally like, pretty confident, like we're going to do the job. But the definite sentiment, everyone was stewing in that 13-14 like, vibe of like what happened. And it was just nice to like, you know, have the confidence in the team like repaid 
where they just like, no, yeah, we're going to go and do the job. Like, don't worry about it. And like, it was, it was like, normally that would have been like the high pressure moment. Everyone's expecting you to lose. Everyone's telling you to lose because of these weird mystical reasons that don't make sense and have nothing to do with you. And the typical Liverpool would have one, one did, you know, nil, nil lost one, nil Tazer would have scored the goal after going one, nil up and one, one did, you know? Um, and instead, yeah, that most solid just pulled one out of the bag and, and we kind of just controlled the game after that. And it was fairly easy against the third place team uh, in the league, you know, about when it was all said and done. Um, but yeah, it's the Everton one just because it, it was the basis for like what the season became. And it was amazing. And you'll never, ever get a moment like that again. Should we just send the certificate to Goodison? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Right, let's send it to Pickford. Yeah, send it to Pickford. <laughs> Cheers, lad. Thanks. For, I I support the Thanks Jordans. Thanks for the memories, boy. I support the Jordans. Okay? <laughs> Listen, I'm a big supporter of the Jordans, so I'm down. And he's a keeper. All right. So we've barreled along, taking our normal time. <laughs> so, apologies, Casey. Okay. You're good. <laughs> Here, we got questions. We'll start with Mark Peckham. Mark Peckham asked, any players worthy of being promoted to the first team next year? Go for it. No, I, I like how you put Rian Brewster in here. I think Rian looked so happy in that Barca game on the bench. And yeah. he's just been having a blast this year. And I think he needs a shot next season. So. Yeah, he's yeah. back healthy now. And he's yeah, I think he's goals. definitely going to feature next year. Because Sturridge is gone and that's his replacement. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I can't really see anybody else. I mean, we'll see about this Adam Lewis kid maybe as a backup for Rabo, But... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, like he mentions here, Camacho, Atacanye, Harry Wilson may all be leaving. Yeah. Wilson's gonna leave. Maybe. Well, they're right getting bids. Tag. We'll see if they want to take the money. Um, like twenty-two. Yeah, we put a price tag on them. I promote. Yeah. Well, we'll see. There's a lot of folks within and around Liverpool that kind of think he'll never actually be of the level like to get into this squad. Like, he might be a Premier League player for Derby or whoever, but he's probably not going to be a Liverpool player. Well, we have have so much competition in attack and midfield. Like, where's he actually going to feature? And it's it's a tough cut. If we get a cup run, I think you'll see the likes of Brewster, uh, Curtis Jones, possibly. Um, But see, he's an interesting case because I think in order for him to hit the next level, he's going to have to go out on loan. True. Yeah. So he hasn't yet. Either. No. Yeah, He's I think we're. I think around, we're there's only the, so much you can grow playing in the yeah. reserves and hanging out with the senior team. Because he yeah. has been training with us. Yeah. yeah. So I think he needs to go and experience playing. It's probably only Brewster then. It's probably only Brewster. Yeah. Cheeky, cheeky, Kiana Hover right back appearances <laughs> just because. Because that's because why not? Because the kids can. The kids class. Kid just won the U17 Euros with Holland or U18 Euros. True. And he set up one of their goals. He had a free kick. It goes off the post and it just lands at the feet of one of his teammates. It's like amazing free kick too. He didn't score it, but it's like the most amazing miss free kick I've ever seen. <laughs> Was Bruce around the Youth Champions League team that won it all? No, he was yeah. no, no, no. He did win the. Uh, wasn't he on that World Cup team? Yeah, he won the U19s with England or something, or U17s with England, yeah. and he scored the most goals, won the Golden Boot, and was player of the tournament. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's obviously a talent, and he came back and he just scored like a ridiculous curling goal again <laughs> in the U23s, and then turned around and looked at the camera like, "I am ready," you know. <laughs> uh. So yeah, it's probably just it's probably just Brewster Mark. You're probably spot on. You, thanks, you answered your own question for us. <laughs> so, but thanks for the question nonetheless. So Peter Winter asks, what needs to happen to overtake City next season? Uh, we need 11 millimeters. Yeah, right? Yeah. Been a lot. <laughs> just the, the consistency again. Same performances. Uh, it's, it's just do, do the same thing again, and I think we'll get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially if Pep leaves. But yeah. we're not going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to. I don't want to jinx it. Up. Yeah, right? 
I think it's going to happen. I think he will leave. And I but, think yeah, I think City's on their way. I mean, you know, third season in. You know, they're... Look, company's gone. Silver's Here's the thing about old. success, yeah. about their success too, is that... You can only be that like, good that So, long. like, you see the Barcelona moment for Liverpool, and there's, like, an emotional tie there for all the players for why they play for the club. Like, there's, like, another reason. And for all those players at City, the only real reason for them to go there... Well, it's not just the money. It's to win things. But now they've won everything. And the only thing they all really want to win the Champions League. And they have their manager telling them they can't win the Champions League. In the last three years, they've gotten knocked out by Monaco, by Liverpool, and by Tottenham. Liverpool, at that point, was the fourth team in the league. Tottenham's the fourth team in the league. They're miles better than them on points total. And, you know, at some point, they're just going to... At some point, they'll get tired of winning the Premier League because none of them are English kids who grew up idolizing the Premier League. And they'll all... Like, Sané's going to Bayern Munich. And part of the problem with their success is going to be because there isn't that emotional attachment. And it's all very, you know, shallow and, 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 you know... New money. Yeah, it's because it's because it's shallow on that level. Right. There's no desire for players to like. You know what? Like, company is very rare. You know what? I'm going to dedicate Play my life to this club, yeah. and I'm a city player till I die. Like, that's very strange. Hard. You yeah. know, um, for most of these players, yeah, they're going to want to like. You know, I, you know, I do fancy playing for like a Barcelona, Real Madrid, or I do go want to go back to Bayern Munich, or you know, I do want to go play in the Bundesliga. Like, I've done the Premier League. Same with Pep. You know, I've won the Premier League twice in a row with 198 points. Yeah. What more do I really need to do yeah, here? Um, <coughs> they already get, admitted they're yeah, not going to win Europe. They are getting older, and they probably will fall off. They eventually have to fall off. There's no way they're just going to continue to get almost 100 points every like, season. And if they're banned from the window, like if they can't go shopping, then yeah. it's not like they're you know going to be bringing up their academy kids. And look, the thing. thing is, is like if we're going to uh, – like if we're if we're gonna talk about next season and like give like early predictions, I thoroughly expect us to get 105 points. Let's break 100. Thirty no list. Thirty five wins, three losses, <coughs> no draws. Like you just gotta play the odds, right? Like you, you do another season like you had this year. Say you get 94 points next season. Most seasons, man. Yeah. It's uh, you're bound to win, and you just keep consistently being in that conversation. And you know you're what? Get one. If this sets up to be La Liga of like when of like 10 years ago when Messi and Ronaldo first showed up. Or like they each would just take turns getting 98 points and winning the league. Whatever, I'm here for it. It's better than finishing sixth and seventh. Yeah, that's. I'll the, finish second. I'll finish second every other year. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. We bottle it. Cool. At least we got a chance to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. So yeah. Um. What do we need to do to overtake City? Just focus on ourselves. Keep just improve the slightest bit, and we will win the league next year. And given how rapidly we improved this season, uh, yeah, a big jump. you can you can bet your bottom dollar that there's a chance that Liverpool probably comes back with a similar uh, vibe we to it. We can't. It's not even possible to improve the same amount because there aren't that many points. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say this: Klopp is a very vengeful individual. And if you just look off the basis of last year, we lost the final, and it feels like to me the whole goal of the team this year was to get back to the final. Like, that was, like, their main goal. Mo Salah said it at one point. I think even uh, Sadio Mane said it Which we, when they asked, which do you prefer? They all – all the players pretty much said the Champions League, but we understand for the fans, the Premier League. Yeah. And I think if they if they win it on Saturday and they get that monkey off their back, they will then go into the offseason and go, the only thing we want to do next year is win the league. Yeah. And if they if, – if off the basis of when they have that type of focus and motivation, what they did in the Champions League this year, where even if it got to the point where you're 4 nil or 3 nil down against the best team in the world, against the greatest player, they're still going to turn it around because they're that determined. 
I wouldn't put it past them to have put the same type of emotion and dedication into this league season next year and just absolutely walk it. Look, yeah. Chelsea's transfer ban, Arsenal's not doesn't have Champions League, neither does Man United. Tottenham, do they have the money? Uh, City might get a transfer ban. We could be the only team in the top four that can legitimately sign players. And like Champions League players, quality players are not going to want to go to Arsenal and Man United. Maybe Man United because they do well, have maybe the Arsenal if they win the Europa League. Yeah, exactly. They're back in the Champions League. So like you know, but they, they, they're notorious for not spending money too. Yeah. So. And but everyone is so far behind us. I don't see them making up the ground that quickly, no. and I only see us getting better. So I think Arsenal's a three-year project. I would they're not year one. Uh, personally, the expectation next year is to win the league, regardless. We have to win the league next year. Yeah. That's the expectation. We no longer get the benefit of being the cheeky underdog, which is sad, but, you know, because yeah. it's no longer just showing up and being joyful that we're winning. <laughs> there will be that expectation next year, and it will yeah. be a little different vibe, and it will be a little heavier, but you know what? That's that's part of becoming awesome. the greatest team on earth <laughs> is dealing with that pressure and uh, carrying yourself to that arrogance like like the Liverpool fans did in the 70s and 80s. And we should be looking forward to walking around with her nose turned up at everyone who had their nose turned up at us not so long ago. Uh, anyways, we'll get into Andrew Salcedo's question now. We'll do uh, we'll do the shot one first. <laughs> what is your preferred alcohol of choice for pre-final shots, Casey? Uh, it's going to be a tie between green tea shots or clock drops. Okay, raindrop, clock drop. <laughs> How about you? Whatever shots featured at the Microsoft. Okay. Com- <laughs> company man. I saw the post. <laughs> I couldn't find yeah, it. Yeah. They're, they're like red something. Something's like li- red bombs. Liverpool bombs or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like they, I, we were like, uh, just make a shot, you know, yeah. make it red. Yeah. Pour, I, we were like, you can pour it red. I just love yeah. that they're selling Carlsberg. Yeah. yeah, the five dollar Carlsberg yeah. is a good deal. How about um, you? Old sponsor. Yeah, I mean it's probably clop drops. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing: I'm a dad. I don't do shots anymore. I know. It's, no, I'm like I can't. I don't, like pregame, yeah. I'm like I need to remember the final. Yeah, exactly. So like if we lose, I'm like I'll just drink clop drops until I paint the sidewalk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in my heyday, when I was a shot taker. Uh, I used to do these things called Baby Guinness. Oh, oh hell yeah. Guinness oh, Baby Guinness. Hell yeah. <laughs> baby Guinness. Baby Guinness is oh, so You know what's not so good? Throwing up. Baby yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel great. That is the worst. <laughs> hey, you know, baby you want to know how to shots. quit taking Baby Guinness? Throw up Baby Guinness. <laughs> okay? <laughs> then you'll never want to drink it again. Uh, but it, if you haven't had one, it's just the chocolatey, milky deliciousness. I, I guess, should we clarify that a clop drop is an Irish car bomb? Like, yeah. We just renamed it. Yeah, well, yeah. We should do it, though. We should rename it. Irish car yeah, bomb. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the name's a yeah. little it's, It is very offensive. <laughs> and as, as was pointed out to me via social media, Liverpool does have a strong tie to Ireland. So. It does. So yeah. we're renaming it's it the clop drop. Yeah, it's a clop drop. So, you know, just. Bartenders, get used to it. We've repurposed exactly. it. Exactly, yeah. Just do that. Bartenders word. around the world take note. Do that word association <laughs> in your head. Just learn it. When you hear clop drop, just, you know, do it in your head. Just Anyways, picture it curdling. Andrew also, <laughs> Andrew also wanted to ask us, which player would you want to party with during the final? Well, I would like that they were playing. Yeah. So, <laughs> if they, I, so I'm going to say Alberto Moreno because he's not going to be playing. Yeah. So if I answer. <laughs> How about you? I know you're a big Bobby fan. I am, but uh, Lovren. Oh, Lover's oh, a good shout. That's yeah. a good shout. Awesome. Yeah. But it's Moreno, videos. man. Moreno looks like he's ready to party. You know, <laughs> since you guys took my answer, I'm going to say Rian Brewster. Okay. Yeah. Well, we couldn't drink, but... Yeah, he can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> he can drive you home afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> Safe choice. Smart. Smart. Very forward thinking. I like it. And he's fun. And he's 
just going to dance and have a good time. I was like, we, all right, if it was going to be a player that's on the pitch, I'm going to say Robbo because I think he could handle it. Yeah. You know? he, could, he could do a couple no, shots and then still don't kill it. Yeah, he could after it. <laughs> still, you know, still put uh, Karen Trippier in his back pocket, yeah. no problem. Because <laughs> I'm not as a heavy drinker anymore. I'd just I'd, I'd pick Milner so we both could just sip Ribena and just no one would <laughs> bother us. Yeah, no one would bother us. So we just, yeah, exactly. Just nice sober lads over here. Um, you had a question, right, Casey? <laughs> Yeah, what was your question, Casey? Yeah, yeah, Casey has a great question. So, um, which Liverpool player, if you had the chance to blow in their ear seductively, would you choose? <laughs> oh, it did Now, now it's sedu- Before we came on air, it was which Liverpool player? First of all, here's how it started. <laughs> Casey said that she saw somewhere someone speculating that the reason that Divock Origi doesn't celebrate anymore is because on Valentine's Day against Aston Villa when he scored, that very large Scouse man basically open mouth kissed him <laughs> on the cheek. And on so, the lips, yeah, and yeah. on the lips. It was and very, the neck. yeah. Like, to Div's credit, he took it so well. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like that's maybe why Divock doesn't celebrate anymore. That was what was speculated, right? Um, and so that. then Casey asked me if I had the chance, would I kiss Divock Origi? To which I responded, can I just like have a five minute conversation with him instead? <laughs> and she said, no, it's not an option. So I answered no. So to make this question, I guess, better, <laughs> Casey then asked, well, how about which player would you blow in their ear if you could choose from Liverpool? To which I again refused to answer, which now has become which Liverpool player would you seductively blow <laughs> in their ear? But which, you got to give an answer. Which I'm ready to answer. And- I I, go, I know who yours is, and I think it's the same person. No, you go. I'm you confident go it's going to be the same person. Okay. Go ahead. You go first. I'm going to say Moreno just because he'll probably giggle, <laughs> he'll probably giggle when I He's do He's the it. standard answer for all these questions, by the way. <laughs> he finds everything funny. He's just like, you don't even know anything about it. He's just like, whatever. Can't read you. Who do you think I would say? I'm Mane, trying to think who's the sexiest. Like, no, wait, no. either James Allison. Milner or, like, Adam Lallana. Allison is bad. No, not Lallana. <laughs> so, I'm going to deviate a little bit. Oh. Oh. oh, wow. 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 I didn't know staff was allowed. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to say staff, I'm going to say Snape. <laughs> he's, well, he's no longer current. He's watching yeah. somewhere. Yeah. I thought he was on like a. It's uh, Allison. Come on. I'm going yes. Allison. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like we can rub beards. <laughs> Sparks. He can take his hat off. Do a little bow. Oh, I don't know. I you just... can play me a song on the guitar afterwards. Seductively. Seductively. In someone's ear. Oh, I have no idea. It's just, it's like, there's so many options. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's probably, Allison is like the one I have the most man crush on. <laughs> so like, it probably would be Allison. But at the same time, you know, maybe Mo, just to get up behind that afro. And just, <laughs> which ones would Plus he'd give me a reaction. I know he'd give me some type of comical reaction. I feel like Allison would just turn around and be like, put his hand on my shoulder, be like, come down. You don't have to do that. <laughs> like, you don't. And I'll be like, you're right. I would turn around and be like, "Oh!" <laughs> now, which player would punch you after you All of them would punch you if you seductively blow in their ear. Bobby would definitely yeah, punch you. He would just roundhouse kick you right around. Gary <laughs> would definitely punch you. Oh goodness! All right, so that was awesome. there's our answer. Staff member, though, uh, I fancy a bit of uh, what's his name? The Peter guy Kravitz. The guy that wears uh, pants. I was he, gonna say Pep Linders. Yeah, Pep is the guy looked yeah. like he wears pants. Who? Oh, the, uh, what was his name? The goalkeeper coach? What's his name? Oh, everyone hated him, and now that no one oh, talks about Octoberg. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no one talks about him anymore because <laughs> we have Alice the best goalkeeper in the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so on the Instagram, we got two oh, questions yeah, from Matt Fisher. His first is your favorite Liverpool song, not You'll Never Walk Alone. 
and or what song are you most looking forward to on June 1st? Okay. Um, Bobby's song, Si Senor, is so much fun to sing. I love that he's like, when he's not even on the pitch, he's not even on the bench and the crowd still sings it. It took a while for the crowd to be like, okay, wait, he's not even near the field. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) I'm going to go Si Senor. That's my answer for both. Mine's a toss-up between Divox and just Ale Ale Ale. But which Divox? Yeah, because there's so the many. D-box, Any Divox. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a lot now. Oh, no, 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 no. You could do the uh, I Dream of Genie. Yeah. That one with the sports D-box, center. Divox, Divox, <laughs> Yeah, we have original chance to do that at LC Tampa. <laughs> Plenty to go around, as you've been hearing. Yeah, but yeah, Ale There's Ale. the uh, Jamie Webster Divox <laughs> Saturday night, and I like the way you move. Yeah, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, as, out of all the Divox chants, that's the one I like the most. That's good one. Just because too many people got that whole, like, yeah, da-da, 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 treatment, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's just the first one I came by, I'm sorry. I like the ESPN one. But the Rowdies do Ale Ale now, so yeah. Ale Ale is a class one. Class. Oh, class. And everyone gets into it, so. I mean, there's so many, like, uh, I always doubt a thing for Fields of Anfield Road. Yeah. But um, I'd actually have to say right now, I'm like, <laughs> have you seen that Redman video where they interview the Boss Night guys? And the guy plays his version of uh, Five Times Live. It's so good. And he ends it with... Uh, We'll go down to Madrid and win it a six or win it six times. Yeah, and I, I don't know, like yeah. that could be really great next week. Yeah. But what I'm looking forward to most next week is we've been to PSG, yeah, yeah. I believe, <laughs> Baker, right in Germany. Yeah, that song's one. fucking class. That one, yeah. that, that's like it's fun to sing too. Like yeah, we were is. belting it around. Like when so the Wolves game's going final, you know, yeah. and we know that City's won the title. I answered, but so we're singing. Fair enough. I was about to come in with the plug decent, yeah. <laughs> but no, like we sang that for just to cheer everybody up, just to make sure everybody felt good. Like, yeah. hey, we still have a Champions League final. And it was a lot of fun to just belt that one out. Yeah. Barcelona, mm-hmm. Real Madrid, or the fuck you trying to kill? Yeah. Or, I like that. That that's the one I'm lo- most looking forward to singing. Or Porto um, Barcelona. Is yeah, the, the we're going to Madrid. Yeah. Um I've always been impartial to We Are Liverpool. I also really, really love Poor Scouts or Tommy. But the one song I'm looking forward to the most. (laughs) And if you know me, you know the answer is Gary (laughs) Mackachan. He gets to do it once a year. Yes. (laughs) You weren't there at London Highs last year, but I I did the whole Gary Mackachan, starting with one line all the way up to all like 10 lines. Right. Do you know it? Mm-mm. So it's it's Gary Mack has scored like 10 goals in his in his season with Liverpool. Where he we won the treble. Right. It was my first season watching Liverpool. Uh, UEFA Cup, Carling Cup or it was the Worthington Cup in the FA Cup. Right. Um, stick that treble up your arse, Man City. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Uh, and so, like, this, the way the chant goes is Gary Macca, Gary, Gary Macca, Gary Macca, Gary, Gary Macca. And everyone sings that together. And then one person yells out, oh, we love your – and it starts with sweet left foot. And then he goes, oh, we love your sweet left foot, your sweet left foot. And then everyone goes, your sweet left foot, your Gary Mac. oh. But you just keep adding a line to the verse every single time. And then it gets to the point, like, your sweet left foot, your baldy head. You signed for three, free. We won all three. Your Derby goal. Your Coventry goal. Your, your Barca, Barca pen. pen. <laughs> Dortmund goal. No, 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 no. Your Gary Mack. Your Gary Mack. Oh, <laughs> And it lasts a good, like, 12, 15 minutes. And I just love he doing it. He does the whole thing. I just love fun. doing it. Oh, yeah. I lose my voice. I basically come in the pub, and that's the first thing I do, and then my voice is gone, and that's it. Do people catch on, though, or is it just you? Yeah, you just re- you just repeat what I say, so it's that's really it. easy to it's do. It's easy to catch yeah. on, okay. 
And then you just do I the song in the crowd. And then you just do the Gary Mack. I don't even know the whole thing. I have to read it every time because there's like ten goals and it's well, like. Have you heard the uh, you know the Salisbury Hills cover where they're just like the the chorus is just la 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 Liverpool yeah Liverpool. Well, the actual verses to that where one person does the the thing and then in between each line it's just like the na 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 yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Like, the, the words are so good. That's probably actually my favorite one ever, just because it came out on a, like, they sang it on a bus last year on the way back from City after yeah. the quarterfinal. And it was just yeah. like, oh, man. So then, perfect. obviously, song. looking forward to Laura's songs, my favorite of hers is the Horse with No Name cover. What was the one before that? That was my favorite. Yeah. Oh, the Hallelujah? The No. Mm-hmm. Damn it. What was it? It was for the second leg against uh, Porto, right? think so yeah yeah she wrote them one on her own too she to be fair i was fairly busy around that time and she asked me to help and i was like yeah or wait with the one to come together right now that one no she has quite a few to be fair yeah it's it's, it's like i gotta go back and look because i'm like <laughs> oh there's a lot hold on there's quite a few yeah to be fair and she's gonna try to pull out as many as she, as she can she has that beatles one come together um yeah the horse is no name i just love the chorus on that we storm through your life yeah. That one. Oh. The from the Supreme song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my favorite one. Okay. Yeah, that she, was so she, good. she's going to bring out the whole collection, I've been told. So we'll, we'll, that's awesome. Yeah, we'll that's going to be so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, there's that's the. Oh, here we go. Uh, I will save this one because he's asking about Tottenham. What do I think of Tottenham? <laughs> shit. What do I think of shit? Tottenham. <laughs> but we'll share that. We'll share all those thoughts with you. At the Champions League live pod, which is coming up this All weekend. All I think is uh, just like Spursy. Yeah, it's right. Like moody. Yeah. You know? <laughs> beta male. That's what I think. When I, hear, when I hear Tottenham, I think beta. Beta male. That's all I think. And it's weird. It's kind of true. I would like to apologize in advance for the <laughs> Yeah, Casey's told us she's going to be hammered. I, yeah. It's, you know, it's I was like, I like that we're getting an apology to our fans <laughs> <So>. now. <laughs> I'm sorry. In advance. Hopefully it's inside or in the shade because it's been like any other weekends. Well, no. So the whole thing, the the indoor bar has a capacity of, I think, 300. And then the outdoor covered patio, it's covered. Yeah, and they, they have like those it. jet fans that yeah. Yeah, cool yeah, air yeah, and yeah. mist. Yeah, it'll be fine. So it's actually fine. Even and, if it, uh, even that if holds it like 200 people. Sports, like 100 degrees, it'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. We'll be and, all right. Yeah, the live pod, basically, we're going to we're gonna run through the, the Champions League season. I still got to talk to the guy about yeah. equipment. But. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> we're going to run through the Champions League season. We're going to do some crowd participation stuff. Maybe like a little quizzy vibe, ask some questions yeah. to the crowd. Crowd. It's well, gonna be like say. it's gonna be like whose line is it anyways? Where we give you points, but they don't mean anything. <laughs> so we'll you keep track of your own points, and whoever wins wins, and yay. <laughs> yeah, yay, just yay. Yeah, maybe uh, LSC Tampa Bay buys you a beer. So yeah, June first, eleven thirty a.m. Twelve. Should, should we end on another awkward random question like we usually do? Oh what? Like or, would you have one? Oh, mine was an awkward. Oh, well, that was, but we didn't end on it. Yeah, no, that's, okay, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah, we didn't come up with a... Uh, a, a okay, if you've gotten to this point, when we post the pod, right? And Emmanuel, you are disqualified. This time. Uh, we'll bring you on for, like, our preseason next year. Or you'll be you'll feature on the, the, oh, live, yeah, yeah. the live pod. Yeah, well, or some, yeah if you want to well, do... What's the yeah. password? Oh, let's think about this. Okay, here it is. Ready? Just write underneath the post when we post this pod. Just write. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, because I, I, Redmond TV did a, a, a like a transfer window update about Defoc Origi being interested 
or Barcelona being interested in Divock Rigi in the top comment underneath it was they should have been interested in him when he was when Trent was taking the corner. (laughs) 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 So just underneath this episode, at any point, just write they should have been interested in him when Trent was taking the corner. <laughs> That's it. That's the past. The I was going to gonna say, well, let me ask the awkward question and we'll make one of the answers, but never mind. Uh, they the oh, ball boy, they but yeah, I think we should wrap it up because Casey told us she had stuff to do at noon and it's 1230 now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but that's it. Yeah, June 1st, American Social. If you haven't seen it all over social media, it's there. Go to the, our Facebook. If you Fox. didn't see the ad, let me know because we paid for the ad. So, yeah. <laughs> so go, go to the event page, see what's going on. Show up. We have room. For plenty, um, and we hope to, you know, get yeah. as many pe- as many uh, vicious and rabid Reds fans as we can inside that building. Don't trick and drive. No okay. limit on capacity. Yeah, Uber. Yeah, think be safe. Think safe. Bring out your banners. Bring out your smoke bombs. Hydrate. Bring out your voices. Yeah. Show up for the live pod. We will announce the basic schedule of what we're trying to do in regards to the pregame entertainment. And then, yeah, uh, 2.45-ish, we'll all get ready and settle in. And then 15 minutes later, we'll get a big You'll Never Walk Alone going. Yeah, we're going to get a club photo also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think we said around we'll have memberships yeah. on sale. Yeah, we'll have yeah. memberships on sale. We'll have merchandise on sale. we got pint glasses, T-shirts that are made just for the final. Yeah. Uh, so that's another T-shirt. That doesn't. That's not the one that comes with your membership. Yeah, we don't even have that totally designed yet. Not yet. So yeah, there'll be scarves on sale. Yeah, we have some left over. So come out June first. Don't bring your Tottenham friends. Yeah, but please yeah, leave them at home. If you have like you know people, they don't have that. If you know people <laughs> that are not fans of Liverpool but they are going to be sympathetic to our cause and they want to come, they're cool. If you know people that are going to show up and cheer actively against us, don't be don't surprised that they them. have a terrible time. <laughs> yeah. And they leave very upset. Talk about your Chelsea yeah. fan. So, yeah. well, no, I don't mind a Chelsea fan showing up I if he's like, like actually, I want you guys to win. I like you know, yeah. like, fine. I have, I have those. You know what? If you're not going to sit here and actively wind me up, fine. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. I prefer it to be like 800 Liverpool fans. Yeah. yeah but, yeah. you know, people are going to show up. They want to be around it. You know, well, it's fine. a compliment. I've got friends playing. that are like yeah. Barcelona fans that are going to come. I'm like, they don't care, but they're kind of like. It, well, you, you did beat us, so yeah. you might as well win it. Now. <laughs> actively yeah. against us. Listen, yeah. it's here's the thing: it's we're not creating a safe space. We're just trying to make sure no one leaves just desperately unhappy, unhappy and upset that they just got roasted for an hour. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, well, I hate those LFC Tampa guys." Well, yeah, right back at you, bud. <laughs> this is yeah, this is for Liverpool fans. We exist for Liverpool fans. We'll continue to exist for Liverpool fans. We're growing. It's been a wonderful Premier League season. Just short. Next year we're going to get it. But guess what? We got a chance to win. What a bunch of memories along the way, though. We have a chance to win the biggest competition in club football. It is the biggest. Fuck what Pep Guardiola says about it's harder to win a domestic treble. Why haven't you won a Champions League then, you tit? Yeah. Uh, How come you, uh, you know, Schalke gave you more shit than Rotterdam? Yeah. (laughs) This is the biggest competition in world football. If we win it, we are the best team in the world. And that is that. It has been the eighth episode of Tampa Bay Cop Talk. Jordan. David. Casey. Emmanuel. Boom. Done. Until next time, up the Reds. And June 1st, number we'll six. See you comes Saturday. Be there. See you Saturday. Sorry.